Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 What a title. Are you ready? Prince of Darkness. The Prince of Darkness. The Prince of Darkness is in the house. I'm the man up in this piece. Jonas Knox. I don't shine shoes anymore. <laughs> This will be good. Jonas Knox is coming through your speakers like a right cross from a boxer that you've never heard of. They run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. And now, live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. What are you talking about? What is this, your first day on the job? Here's Jonas Knox. Get in the fast lane, Grandma. The bingo game is ready to roll. Go! So I figured I'd try something a little bit different than uh, what you've probably heard from a lot of people out there that are pushing certain things down your throat every single opportunity that they get. I'm going to try a positive outlook. So we will get to that here coming up in just a couple of moments. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on all of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, Sirius XM, Channel 83, and wherever you are taking part in the program. We always appreciate a few minutes of your time as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. We're 15 minutes. Could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. So I don't know if anybody has noticed this. But when you go on to places like Twitter uh, and when you turn on certain networks or stations, what you are giving is the tag team champions of the world. Now, those tag team champions of the world is what you are being force fed right now. Now, the name of those tag team champions of the world, I like to refer to them as doom and gloom. 
All right, Doom and Gloom are the tag team champions of the world because no matter where you go, there is Doom and Gloom. Right when somebody tries to give you a little bit of positivity, a little bit of hope, a little bit of normalcy in your life, there's somebody right around the corner reminding you that the Grim Reaper's there and he's got a pitchfork and a stick of dynamite and everybody's going down. It is everywhere you look. And so you can't put on half of a sporting event without somebody from the other side telling you how evil you are and how you're being obtuse and how you're not really uh, looking at the big picture and so on and so forth and all of that. And so I decided, you know what, I'm going to try something a little bit different. I'm going to give you more of a positive outlook. If, if we're to believe that things are going to change, I'm going to give you a little bit more of a positive outlook. All right. Now, I want to, I want to get to where I got to this point in the conversation. Adam Schefter of ESPN was on the Woj pod and said that the NFL's plan to start training camp on time likely won't last. So the NFL has been really trying to hold on to as much of their season and their normalcy as possible. It's why they put on uh, free agency, why the league year started on time. It's why they made concessions, but the draft uh, went through. uh, And I think we can all agree it had major success. The ratings were through the roof, all of that stuff. And so when the comment is made, and this isn't at Adam Schefter or anything like that at all. Adam Schefter does a really good job. Um, Never met him, but he does a fantastic job, and he's really respected. And from everything I heard, he's a great guy. So this is not at Adam Schefter. But the idea is if training camp doesn't start on time, that the season would be in jeopardy. That's, that's sort of the thinking. Not saying that Adam Schefter said that, but that is sort of the thinking. Like, well, if we can't have a training camp on time, then I guess, you know, the season's going to be in jeopardy also. So I thought, you know what? Since everybody else is just guessing, why don't I do the same? You know, like, why don't I do the same? All right? So I'm going to take a guess here. All right? And here is my guess. And what my guess is, is the same as everybody else's guess that does this and has been doing this for the past six weeks. My guess is just as credible as yours because we're all in the same pool together. It's called the swimming pool of not knowing what the hell we're talking about. That's what, that's what it is. So why don't we go ahead and play this game? All right. I think the NFL is going to have a season. All right. I believe the NFL will have a season. I believe the NFL will have a full season. It may be delayed. But I believe the NFL will absolutely have a season. Now, again, I have no proof of that. I have no evidence of that. I have not talked to Roger Goodell. I have not talked to anybody in the NFL offices. They have no idea who the hell I am. I have not talked to anybody. But since everybody else is throwing out guesses, why don't I do the same? But I thought, you know, why don't I take it one step further? Why don't I map out a possibility for you? And at the end of this possibility, I want you to tell me if it's the worst thing in the world. Since everybody is pushing bad news down your throat and down your ears, I want you to tell me at the end of all this whether or not this is the worst possibility in the world. Now, if it seems like I'm a little bit agitated uh, or if it seems like, wow, you, you, you had a lot of extra time on your hand to work out an entire schedule, how'd you pull that together? Well, a little behind the scenes here, I was actually supposed to be on my bachelor party 
this weekend in a location not to be named on Fox Sports Radio. All right, my bachelor party was this weekend. Now, the bachelor party was obviously canceled, uh, and I'm and I'm grateful to be here, and we're going to have a good time for the next four hours here on Fox Sports Radio. But the bachelor party did get canceled. Now, it's not canceled because I got dumped. I'm sure that's coming up in, uh, around the bend at some point. But the bachelor party got canceled because I don't know if you know this or not. There's a pandemic going on. All right, so the entire world and this country is shut down. Not a big deal at all. But this weekend, in my mind, months and months ago, I was thinking to myself, oh, this is going to be another weekend where I get to hang out with my buddies and we're just we're having a good time. And it's like one last send off when we're all together, all my good friends. Uh, you know, I was going to see some things that we all grew up in, and we're pretty much used to. Now, I'm not going to identify anybody on the air that would do something like this. But, I, you know, maybe a buddy of mine might throw up on a, on a, a horse carriage ride uh, in, in, in the middle of downtown of this unsaid location. And again, I'm not going to, to tell you on the air on National Radio. I'm not going to play dirty pool here and give away anybody's names, Marcus. Uh, So I'm not going to do that here on Fox Sports Radio. I'm also not going to tell you about the time and how all the jokes we were going to make about the time that my one buddy decided to tell everybody that his car had been stolen outside a house party in Southern California, only to find out later on that it wasn't stolen, it was just repossessed because he was a bum and didn't make his payments. But again, I'm not going to I'm not gonna give that guy's name out on the air, Alan. I'm not going to do it. I refuse to play that game here on Fox Sports Radio. So I instead took the time that would have been dedicated to my bachelor party and all the ball bustings and shenanigans that would have gone on with my friends of 20-something years, and I decided to put it towards good use. And I said, you know what? Why don't I spread some positivity here on Fox Sports Radio? Why don't I be the one to go ahead and give you a glimpse into what the NFL could look like this season if there is a delay, if there is a delay, and you tell me at the end of all this whether or not this is a bad thing all in all. All right, so let's just say, and let me throw this out to you. Let's say there is an NFL season like I believe there to be, but the NFL season is delayed. All right, let's see this. Let's say the season we do have one, but it's delayed. It's not ideal. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants to have their life completely turned upside down, especially when it comes to something so religious like the National Football League. But let's just say the season was delayed. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and, and map out a timeline for you, and you tell me if this ultimately really sucks that bad. So let's say the NFL season gets bumped and starts two weeks later than normal. So let's say the NFL season starts the last weekend in September. Normally, we're not used to that. That's usually week three, week four. We've got college football in full swing. Like, that is not a normal thing, but we'll go ahead and we'll make adjustments because, again, I don't know as much as anybody else does, and they don't know as much as me. So just to cater to the doom and gloom crowd, to the people that like to spread fear and scare you and tell you there's nothing but bad news on the horizon, I'll play in their backyard a little bit here. Social distancing, of course, but I'm going to play the game. So I'll go ahead and play your game. Since you don't know what the hell you're talking about, and neither do I, I'll play your game and just say the season is going to be delayed. All right? So let's say the season starts the end of September, last weekend of September. Here's how it would play out. And you tell me again, at the end of all this, whether or not it's a bad thing. The NFL would get their full 17 weeks in. All right, so all 17 weeks, they wouldn't miss any time in the world. It would just be pushed back a couple of weeks, the start of the season, to the end of September. Instead of early January, the season, the regular season, would then end in the middle of January. 
okay, not a normal thing. But again, nothing going on right now is normal. I was in a Sprouts supermarket, a little grocery store, Sprouts. They're probably around the country, speaking of not normal. And I was shopping for produce, and I saw a guy walking around in a gas mask. Okay, so nothing is normal right now. Welcome to what 2020 is right now, especially in the past six weeks. So the NFL season ends in the middle of January as opposed to early on in January. You would have your soup you would waive your Super Bowl bye week under my plan to cater to the doom and gloom crowd who wants nothing but fear and and all this other stuff spread, you would waive your Super Bowl bye week. And it plays out like this. When the NFL season concludes 2 weeks later than normal in the middle of January, you would have wild card weekend, the divisional round of the playoffs, conference championships, and Super Bowls all in consecutive weekends. There is no Super Bowl bye week. Bang, 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 bang. All in consecutive weekends. Because you ditched the Super Bowl bye week, you would only push the conclusion of the season back to what from its original date of February 7th to February 14th. So because you lost two weeks at the start, but you got rid of the extra week before the Super Bowl, now you're really only finishing the season a week after your normal, your normal finishing date anyways. And guys, February 14th is the day that you loathe. You want no part of. So guess what just got bumped? Valentine's Day in favor of the Super Bowl. So now you can look around and go, hey, sorry, I mean, we got to do a brunch because Super Bowl's coming up later on. You know, this is a big priority that we all, it's a family, it's a tradition. You know, I got to watch the Super Bowl. So not only do you only miss a week of the season, but you completely wipe out Valentine's Day, which 98% of guys listening right now are applauding right now, wherever they are, thinking, my God, at least I don't have to be a part of that Hallmark holiday, that made-up holiday in the middle of February. And then here's the best part of it all. If you have the Super Bowl under my plan, if you have the Super Bowl on February 14th, you wipe out Valentine's Day, and guess what February 15th that Monday is? President's Day a holiday for most people listening to this right now on Fox Sports Radio. Who says no? Is it really that bad? Is it that awful to think that the NFL season might be a little bit delayed, but you could ultimately end up under this plan, which, by the way, will not get used because Roger Goodell doesn't even know what the hell this show is and he doesn't listen to this show and he probably has no idea who I am, so this won't get used. But under my plan, you would start the season two weeks later. You would finish the season two weeks later, obviously, after a full 17 weeks. You would get rid of the Super Bowl bye week. And in four consecutive weekends, you'd have the wild card playoffs, the divisional round, conference championships, and then the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl would fall on Valentine's Day. It would wipe out that holiday. And then you'd get President's Day, which is a normal day off for a lot of companies around this country, the following Monday. And you get simultaneously a Super Bowl and a day off from work after a Super Bowl, which people have been begging for for years. And then if you need to, you can make up Valentine's Day on that Monday because you're off work anyways. Who says no to that? So I just want to leave this... And I'll leave it on the table. I'm saying, you're welcome. All right? Again, I could be at a bachelor party right now, but I didn't do that. 
I didn't do that because it got wiped out. So you know what I did? I put it to good, a good use. And I said, I'm going to think this thing out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to placate to the fear mongers, the people out there that like to spread fear and like to scare you and give nothing but bad news. And I'm simply playing their game with a little bit of a twist, all right? A little bit of an added bonus. And that added bonus is we are going to have an NFL season. And even if it's delayed, it's not the end of the world. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can uh, listen to this show on the iHeartRadio app. You can get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, you can tell me for the next four hours how great that idea is. Uh, you, so, again, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, you can send your thank yous uh, in whatever fashion you'd like, a gift form if you want to write it in Spanish. Uh, if you just want to say thank you, we appreciate your hard work. Whatever it is, uh, for me providing a positive outlook when others out there are trying to provide you a doom and gloom, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter to do so. I want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. All right, coming up next, there is something that's happening in the world of football that if you're paying close enough attention could wipe out an entire industry. Find out what it is next year on FSR. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. This song stinks. Uh, speaking of stinks, uh, it is shocking. My BO right now, I'll be honest with you. This this is an astonishing amount of BO right now. You guys are lucky 
that there is no uh, scratch and sniff on your radio or your cell phone or whatever it is that you're listening to this show on, on all of our great Fox Sports Radio affiliates. Because if there was, uh, you'd be wearing the gas mask like that guy I saw in the uh, supermarket a couple of weeks ago. It is astonishing. Uh, Coming up here in just a couple of moments here on Fox Sports Radio, um, there is something happening to a certain department in the NFL, and I think it's a bad thing moving forward. I will get to that here uh, momentarily here on FSR. So I threw out a plan, uh, my plan, uh, with the NFL because I wanted to placate to the people that are pushing fear down your throat constantly, talking about, well, if this doesn't happen, then I don't see how the season could start on time, and I don't see how the NFL could even go through with the season. Well, here's what I'm saying. I'm saying the NFL is getting all 17 weeks in of their season, and I placated. I, I Listen, meet me in the middle here. I think they're getting all 17 weeks in, but I'll meet you in the middle, and I'll say that they're pushing back the season and the start time of the season two weeks. If you eliminate the bye week before the Super Bowl, then what ends up happening is your season concludes in the middle of January. And then in four consecutive weekends, you get wild card weekend, the divisional round, conference championship, and Super Bowl. And Super Bowl would fall on Valentine's Day, which, I mean, who wouldn't rather watch the Super Bowl than do anything for Valentine's Day? And then the next day is President's Day, and you would have probably a day off from work, and then you could celebrate Valentine's Day if it's a must. If it's a must. It's not a permanent fix, all right? It's, it's not a permanent thing. But for this year, if we're going to meet in the middle, I think it's a hell of an idea. I think it works out. I think it maps out. I think it's, I think it's a glorious idea. And if it's stolen by anybody doing uh, uh, the shows during the week when it's still daylight out, then uh, you know where it came from first. And we are getting all sorts of rave reviews here on Fox Sports Radio. I mean, if this doesn't tell you everything you need to know about Sports Talk Radio, I don't know what is. A guy writes in and says, your NFL season plan is genius. Another guy writes in, Jonas, that's a brilliant plan. NFL should hire you as their commissioner. And then another guy writes in and says, you fake, tough guy, bleep poser. Your soft BS getting smashed by 53-year-old Tyson would be better than any sporting event. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's, I, don't, I, don't even, I don't even know what show that guy is listening to. I have no idea. All right. He's got an IV of moonshine, uh, and, and when the phone rings, he answers his own shoe. I have no idea what that guy's listening to. But nonetheless, welcome to Weekend Overnights here at Fox Sports Radio. All right. Um, so I was thinking about this. The Jacksonville Jaguars made the decision on Friday to decline the fifth-year player option for Leonard Fournette. So Leonard Fournette is – is going to be a free agent after this upcoming season. He's going to make $4 million in change, and then after that he's going to be able to become a free agent. So it's not surprising. Leonard Fournette's had kind of an up-and-down run with the Jacksonville Jaguars. There were early issues, um, you know, weight issues. Uh, he couldn't stay healthy, and then he seemed to get it together, but then he was suspended for a game because he got in a fight uh, with a member of the Buffalo Bills, Shaq Lawson, if I'm not mistaken at the time. Um it's just sort of an up and down year. Then this off season, coming off a year in which he actually played really, really well, if you just look at the numbers, um, he talked about how he wanted his team to go out and get uh, Cam Newton, even though they've got Gardner Minshew. So it's just sort of been an awkward 
time for Leonard Fournette in Jacksonville, and it's not surprising that they've decided they're not going to exercise the fifth-year option, which would have been $8 million and change for the 2021 season. And so this upcoming year, most likely Leonard Fournette's last season with the Jacksonville Jaguars. But here's, here's where I think the conversation gets interesting, and it's all about the value of the running back position. Everybody knows that the running back position has been devalued. I mean, you can you can shout all you want about, well, what about uh, Christian McCaffrey? And well, okay, listen, that's a one-off scenario, and depending on how that plays out, that could have even a bigger impact on what goes, uh, what happens with running backs moving forward. But I'll say this: if you're a parent or if you're a coach, I don't know how you have a kid playing football growing up and have him wanting to be a running back. Like, I'll be honest with you. If I were a kid coming up, I wouldn't sniff the running back position. I'd learn how to play wide receiver. I would put my entire focus into playing wide receiver, and I would try and learn that position at an early age based on what I'm seeing and the trend of the running back position. It's so obvious. It's being devalued. You're getting chewed up and spit out at an early age, and nobody wants you after that. So why the hell, looking at this as a business, if you've got the skill set and it's early enough and you get the right training, and training is everywhere when it comes to youth football all around the country, why the hell would you go play running back to get your brains beat in for four seasons so they could dump you off and then go draft another guy in the second or third round just to replace you? Why be a spoke in the wheel when you can learn another position, a position with greater value in today's NFL and the NFL moving forward, especially at the youth level, like wide receiver? I just wouldn't do it. I, 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 would, I wouldn't play running back. I would totally, I would put all my focus, if I, if I was adamant that I wanted to play on the offensive side of the ball, I would go play wide receiver. I'm not sniffing the running back position. Think about it like this. The three-point shot, what the three-point shot has done to the NBA. If you can't hit a three-point basket, good luck finding a spot on an NBA roster. Like, if, if you're a big man who simply stays down low and rebounds uh, and makes a couple of passes and all that, yeah, they could use you coming off the bench in spot duty. But look at Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard was one of the most dominant players in the NBA. You snap your fingers, and he's having to take a, a team friend, he's having to take a, a friendly discount from his former team to even make an NBA roster. The three-point shot completely changed the value of positions in the NBA. If you're a big man and you can't hit a three, what purpose do you serve? The newspaper. Man, I grew up on the newspaper. I loved reading the newspaper. I have so much respect for the newspaper industry and have known so many great people who work and, and have been around the newspaper industry. I loved it growing up. But how many people wanting to get into journalism, say, hey, man, I can't wait to write for that newspaper. It doesn't happen because the game has changed. Everything is online. Everything is digital. There are so many different avenues. So it's lost its value. It's sad. It sucks. I hate it, but it's lost its value. The running back's value, right or wrong, just isn't there anymore. Like, they don't, it's like, think about it like this. 
Every position on offense in the NFL has benefited from the modern NFL, except running back. Think about that. The rule changes, all of it, it has benefited every single player on the offensive side of the ball, except the running back. For the quarterback, you got quarterbacks that are talking about playing into their 40s now. Man, that never happened before. That never happened before. But the way the game has changed, the way the game is called, that's a reality now for quarterbacks. If you're a wide receiver, as we've talked about, it's a passing league. Who does that benefit? It benefits you. If you're a tight end and you can catch the football, doesn't that benefit you? Moving forward, if you can, if you can catch the football, if you've got good hands and you play offense and you're a tight end, they can use you. You can have a major impact in this league. But if it's the running back, not only does nothing benefit you, but you're now called for a penalty when you lower your helmet. Your body takes the same beating it did 20 years ago. And now teams have smartened up to the fact that they can get as good a value for you in the second or third round of the draft, so they just chew you up and spit you out after your rookie deal. The Leonard Fournette news, that's not the surprise. The surprise to me is anybody that grows up wanting to be a running back. Because if you've got a business sense, look around. If I'm coming up with aspirations of playing in the NFL and I'm a running back, I'm making a switch. I'm going to learn receiver. What do you mean Christian McCaffrey just got a massive deal? Let me tell you the truth about Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey got a massive deal because he could catch the ball out of the backfield. If he was a straight-up running back, he wouldn't have seen a fraction of that contract. You talk to anybody who watched Christian McCaffrey at the Combine, and they will tell you he was as good a route runner as any wide receiver at that Combine. I actually think there's a possibility for a position switch. I actually think if Christian McCaffrey sees the wear and tear on his body, that Carolina would consider the idea of making him a slot receiver, using him as primarily a receiver. That's why I think he got that contract. I think they see more of his value as a receiver than they do as a running back. So the Leonard Fournette news, not surprising at all, the fact that anybody wants to play running back with the way that position is treated and devalued in today's NFL, that's a surprise. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Give me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, coming up uh, here in just a couple of minutes on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, this is, again, another reason why the mentality of a certain sport rules all. So we'll get to that here a couple of minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. I do want to welcome in the crew. They're going to be riding shotgun with me all the way until 6 a.m. Eastern time here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, he is the human garbage disposal. He is the DeLorean from Back to the Future. You can get anything in him. He doesn't gain weight, and he performs at a high level, and his name is Ryan Bershing. Tara Garawayan? Well, tonight I'm putting in exquisite food into the system, and and I'm not just blowing smoke. Seriously, the, this this food that you've provided us from the Sunset Barn Grill in Thousand Oaks, uh, uh. The, the, the chicken tonight is especially good. Uh, it's the the beer batter. There's something about the flavor on it tonight that is uh, that is excellent. Yeah, um, it's uh, and and by the way, it's Sunset Terrace. Sunset Terrace. Okay, like how could you disrespect uh, the family brand like that? It's it's Sunset Terrace. But no, I I'm uh, I'm I'm glad, man. I'm glad you guys like it. I just I try not to get too many carbs because this late at night, man, it's just not a good idea. If I mm-hmm. have half a slice of bread. 
Um, like you're going to have to give me CPR. Like I, carbs just do not work with me. So I'm glad you guys like it, man. Of I mean, course. Of course. You know, it, it beats, it beats the uh, vending machine food there. I mean, I'll tell you that. That is true. That is true. Our, our newly, uh, a fully stocked vending machine. We have added now, uh, flaming hot munchies. Are you familiar with, uh, munchies? I am, I am familiar with flaming hot munchies. You act like I'm Amish. <laughs> I, you, you, like, you act like I'm Amish. Like, I don't know what flaming hot munchies are. I mean, it, it sounds a little bit graphic to be saying on the, on the radio. But, yeah, flaming hot munchies are there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got, uh, you know, uh, Eddie Garcia of the Ben Maller show here on Fox Sports Radio. He is given a nightly update of the vending machine. That's right. Hmm, sounds like something we were doing a couple of weeks ago. But never mind all that. Never mind uh, that thievery here on uh, overnight radio. And I'm sure those rats – those rats from the Maller militia are going to go, uh, going to go rat to uh, Eddie Garcia and say that we were talking trash. They're just jealous. They're jealous that I have a personal relationship with Eddie Garcia and Ben Maller, and they don't. So chew on that, nerds. All right, uh, are we still on? Yes. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Chris Perfett is your technical producer here on Fox Sports Radio. See the blue cheese with wings and go <laughs> your mother. <laughs> Thank you for the food. I don't have anything else more to add to this conversation. I think we've got everything out of the way. Just eat. Just yeah. eat. Yeah, just just eat. Don't even worry about it. Just <laughs> kick your feet up and eat. Like that, that that's that's the point. Just you know, make sure you got enough left in the tank uh, uh, for the rest of the show. Oh no, that's, I that's I bring energy drinks here. I know that's not healthy for me, but uh, for the shift I have to pull here, I need the caffeine. Yeah, especially Listen, especially it, it makes it makes the migraines go away yeah, every now and then yeah, too. Yeah, so. you, you got to do what you got to do, uh, ladies Absolutely. and gentlemen. Uh, our national update anchor Kevin Figures, Kevin, Kevin Figures, uh, he is here and he is ready to rock. Uh, Kev, have you uh, taken a dive into any of the food there uh, in the studio or what? Not yet this week, but I will. My uh, ever expanding waistline. Thank you and your brother. <laughs> Much appreciated. It's a cheat day. What do you mean? Yeah, right. You know, it's, like, it's a cheat day. It yeah. just happens to be in the middle of the night. Every yeah, day is yeah, cheat yeah, day. The problem is the last six weeks have been cheat days. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's the issue. Yeah, that that is true. Uh, so, uh, so again, the whole crew will be here uh, until 6 a.m. Eastern time here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Jonas Knox here on FSR. All right, coming up next. So this is another reason why there's a certain sport that reigns supreme. Find out what it is next year on FSR. For all the latest, though, it is Kevin Figures. All right, Jonas, and as you mentioned moments ago, in NFL news, the Jaguars did not pick up the fifth-year option on running back Leonard Fournette. The team reportedly has been shopping him but have not – been able to consummate a trade as of yet. Fournette had his best season of his career in 2019. He racked up over 1,600 yards from scrimmage and was the team's leading receiver. The Broncos also declined the fifth-year option on their starting offensive tackle Garrett Bowles. The former first-round pick has struggled so far early in his career. He has led the league in holding penalties every year since being drafted in the first round of the 2017 draft. The NBA's Board of Governors voted to postpone the draft combine and the draft lottery, which were both scheduled for later this month. The NBA draft is still scheduled to take place on June 25th, for now at least. That possibly can be postponed as well. League officials also discussed the possibility of starting the 2020-2021 regular season in late December at or on Christmas Day. Jonas, back to you. Thanks, Kev. Uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Coming up, uh, we'll call it uh, a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR. We are going to have another edition of Do You Care? Very bizarre stories making the rounds and a heartbreaking story in the world of sports. Uh, We'll have that for you here uh, about 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio.
Uh, so I wanted to, to get to this because I don't know how many people had a chance to see um, the E60 really well done on Alex Smith on Friday night. And it talked about Alex Smith, the spiral fracture he suffered of in his right leg a um, couple of years ago with the Washington Redskins and just everything that went along with it. And I mean, it is gruesome. Some of the photos, I can't even describe it or do it justice. It's it's some of the most gruesome stuff you've ever seen. So much so, and the injury was so severe, and the infection was so severe. They, they were serious conversations about either amputating the leg, him possibly losing his life. I mean, it was awful. The infection, everything that came along with it, um, just just terrible, terrible. The surgery, what they had to do to remove part of his quad muscle uh, so that he had a calf muscle again. Like it, it's it just, and, and the pictures are just uh, unbelievable to where he, in having conversations, he didn't go to a place where players suffer, suffered uh, sports injuries. He actually went to a facility in San Antonio used by the military where they specialize in recovery for uh, people fighting uh, uh, in the war and people in the military suffering from blast injuries. That his injury that he suffered playing football was more similar to a blast injury at war than an actual sports injury. It was gruesome, totally awful. But one of the things that, that struck me was the fact that he even wants to come back. Like, he's trying to come back. He's trying to play football. I mean, he wants to come back. And I remember having a conversation with a guy who played in the NFL and had a really good run in the NFL, made his money, was a millionaire. And I remember just kind of talking to him and saying, man, what's it like, what's it like to be a millionaire? Like, you know, like, like what is it like? And we were just kind of having a, a conversation and – and whatnot, and I'll never forget what he told me. He said, let me tell you something. The last thing you're thinking about when you go over the middle and you take a helmet at full speed in the ribs, when you're laying on the, on the ground and you can't breathe and you're in that much pain, the last thing you're thinking about is how much money you make. So it's just, it's, it's not even, the money's great. They love the money. We would all love that kind of money, every single one of us. Um, it, it, it's, it's why it's so hard for us to, uh, you know, to feel bad for athletes or whatever. But it just reminded me seeing Alex Smith and his desire to want to come back, a guy who doesn't need the money, a guy who's made millions upon millions upon millions, who nearly lost his life because of an infection following a gruesome leg injury, and, and the best case scenario it was looking like at the time was that he was going to lose his entire leg because the infection was spreading so fast. That guy still wants to go out there and wants to compete again. Knowing the risks, seeing his own mortality literally flash in front of his eyes, he wants to go out there and he wants to compete again. It's why I've said it and I maintain it and I will always maintain this. Football players, mixed martial artists, Boxers, anybody in combat sports, those guys, as far as sports go, top of the food chain mentality. Absolute top of the food chain mentality. Knowing you are either locked in a cage or locked in a ring or on a field with players who are paid and rewarded and athletes who are paid and rewarded to potentially end your life 
Your life is on the line every single week. The fact that they sign up for it, and then when something tragic happens, the fact that they sign up again for it tells me everything I need to know about them. It's why I respect all of those athletes as much as I do. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Again, as we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. All right, coming up next, uh, this is a heartbreaking story. Uh, I don't know why I actually feel bad about this story. It's none of my business, but we're going to talk about it anyways. That's next year on FSR. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare the wait is over the shy is back on paramount plus and the stakes have never been higher Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. From the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Hey, Chris, is this Slayer? This is. Is this Rain and Blood? You got it. Oh, man. Is this? The, I think this is the first time we played Slayer uh, <laughs> here on Fox Sports Radio. It took a pandemic, but we finally got Slayer on the show. Uh, all right. So uh, coming up top of next hour here on Fox Sports Radio, a little over uh, 10 minutes from now here on FSR, uh, a friendly reminder People are getting caught up in something in the world of sports. A friendly reminder about this certain something. That'll be happening about 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. I want to let you know that we are brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Right now, it's time for a little something we do on the show called this. There are so many stories in the world of sports, and most of them are a complete waste of time. TMZ reports. Now, let's get kinky. Here's some of the big stories from the last week. But Jonas, the real question is, do you care? I don't care. 
And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Ryan Bershinger, on the verge of a food coma to tell us what the hell's going on in the world of sports. Bersh? That's right, Jonas. Uh, so the latest Major League Baseball season proposal includes, includes three 10-team divisions, which te- with uh, teams playing home stadiums with only within their division. Jonas, do you care? Yeah, I actually do. Um, yeah, I love it and, here. And I, look, I know it's not ideal, but there's not a whole lot of things that are ideal right now. And if Major League Baseball is adamant about wanting to get a season in, and they should be, and this is the best possible plan that they've put together and it's going to modify how this league looks and yeah i'd be open to it and also be open to the idea of change like you have no idea whether or not something that you stumble upon could actually be a good idea moving forward so yeah i do care i hope we do have an mlb season next the new england patriots did not draft a quarterback jonas do you care no i don't i don't care you know you know what's so funny about this like I think we're forgetting New England's had a pretty decent track run, a track record as far as drafting quarterbacks. Everybody points to Tom Brady and and look, Tom Brady, I mean, we could go on and on about his accomplishments. But can we also point to some other quarterbacks that the Patriots have drafted? I know we all like to talk about their bus and they didn't do this and it's everybody picking on the Patriots because we they've all been the doormat of the Patriots for the past 20 years. But let's talk about this. Drew Bledsoe before Tom Brady. That guy had a damn good career, okay? After Tom Brady. Let's talk about some other guys. Matt Castle. The Patriots had Matt Castle. What did he do? He went 11-5 and without Tom Brady and made a bunch of money afterwards in the NFL. Jimmy Garoppolo. Jacoby Brissett. It's not like New England has an issue identifying the quarterback position. Let him roll with Jared Stidham. So what if they didn't draft a quarterback? I'm sorry it threw off your mock draft. Move on. Next. Charles Barkley ripped Draymond Green once again, calling him, quote, the worst member of the boy band. Jonas, do you care? Yeah, I do, because I think it's funny. I love it. And I don't, I, I don't understand why, why Draymond Green continues to want to go down this road. Like, like I mean, how, like why he continues to want to try and pick – like, are, are we forgetting – this is how great and, – and I've talked about this before. This is how great of a broadcaster Charles Barkley has become. He's so great as a broadcaster that we forget how good he was as a player. He's a Hall of Famer. He was a fantastic player. He's a much better player than Draymond Green. They both had a level of success, but as long as they keep doing this and there's nothing else going on, absolutely I care. Next – CeeDee Lamb will wear number 88 for the Cowboys, formerly worn by Des Bryant and Michael Irvin. Jonas, do you care? Uh, yeah, because it's weird. Like what, like, way, uh-huh, uh-huh, what is I this? Like, uh, like Jerry, and, and I know Jerry Jones has sort of a, a, a passion for the number 88, but if that's the case, why don't you retire it and, and just pay tribute to the number and all the great players that have worn it. But it, it feels like everything that I've seen that he almost forced CD lamb to want to wear number 88 again. And CD lamb was talking about wanting to wear number 10, wanting to wear number two. Cause that's the number he wore in college, but that's not allowed in the NFL. It's just bizarre. I, I don't, I don't know why Jerry Jones has to have his hands on everything. This felt like something he probably could have stayed away from next last one here. Jay Cutler and Kristen Cavallari got divorced. Jonas, do you care? <sighs> Can I be honest about something? It legitimately bummed me out. And, and I hate and, this. For, and let me tell you, and I'm not proud of that. Okay. I'm not, I'm not proud. It's like there's certain things that you look back on and you go, God, that really happened. Like, I'll be, I, this being totally transparent, the first movie I ever cried 
watching was Harry and the Hendersons, okay, where you had some guy uh, dressed up like a gorilla, and they called him Bigfoot. But the part where they were going to shoot him and they were looking through the scope and he had this sad look on his face, I got teary. That was the first movie I ever cried to. After that, it was Terms of Endearment, which is much more understandable than Harry and the Hendersons. But I saw this news of Jay Cutler and Kristen Cavallari. Jay Cutler, one of my favorite NFL players of all time, and Cavallari getting a divorce. And I got emotional about it. Bummed me out. (sighs) We got more next year on FSR. So we've got ourselves a friendly reminder regarding something that everybody is paying attention to in the world of sports. I will get to that here coming up in just a couple of moments. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on SiriusXM Channel 83 and on all of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are taking part in this program. We always appreciate a few minutes of your time. I uh, hope everybody is safe and sound and, uh, and sticking together. And I know it's a frustrating time. It's a little bit of an unsettling time. But on behalf of everybody at Fox Sports Radio, I appreciate your time and you guys hanging out with us. Hopefully we can get your mind off things for a few hours. Have some fun. Uh, you know, Crack a few jokes. Have some laughs. And do it all live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. So I, I've said this before. Sometimes you need a reminder of, of just the bottom line of what something is so that you can really have a better understanding and sort of a better perspective on it. And the example that I'll use is horoscopes. Like there are people that will read their horoscope and base their entire existence that day on what their horoscope says. I, I, it's, it's borderline mind boggling to me because you could just pick any sign, whatever it is, Taurus, Gemini, uh, Sagittarius, Triceratops, whatever your, your sign is, whatever it is, you could literally pick any one of those and you could read the horoscope for that day and you could find somehow some way that it would relate to you. But there are people out there that base their entire existence off a horoscope. It comes down to this. What does the small print on the bottom of each horoscope say? For entertainment purposes only, right? You can't forget that, right? Like, so when you're basing your opinion off your daily horoscope, it, it, it must be pointed out, bottom line, no matter what, at the very bottom, it says for entertainment purposes only. You can't lose sight of that, right? That needs to be the focus when thinking about your horoscope. The reason I bring that up is this. The Last Dance documentary done by ESPN, they're releasing two parts every Sunday for the next few weeks. Uh, parts three and four were last Sunday, one and two before that, five and six coming up on this uh, this Sunday. Bottom line, it's a TV show. It's a TV show. You can't forget that. So when you're basing your opinions off things that have happened 20, 30 years ago, always remember, bottom line, it's a TV show. Just like that horoscope, bottom line, for entertainment purposes only, bottom line, it's a TV show. 
And I feel like people have forgotten that. I feel I, I feel like people have have taken this their their reviews on Monday of the Last Dance as gospel. It's not. It's a TV show, from one perspective. You you can't just rewrite history. Like they are painting out villains, right? They're painting villains. It's what they're doing. They're trying to create good guys and bad guys. Just like you see in every quote-unquote documentary that you watch, it's from one perspective, from one vantage point. And they can make you think anything. Whether it's, you know, making a murderer. Whether it's Paradise Lost, one of the first original documentaries. I don't know if anybody remembers it. Years and years and years ago, there was a documentary called Paradise Lost. And it was about these murders in Arkansas. And they pinned it on these three kids, these three teenagers, because they listened to like death metal or something like that. And so all of a sudden it became, well, did they really do it? Because you were getting one vantage point, and then there was a second and a third, and and finally I think they ended up getting released years later, and they had public support, and there were concerts put up put on to benefit them. Like it became a a a, a an outcry for people wanting to like, hey, we need to look, we need to look deeper into this. We only got one vantage point. Maybe there's more here. Like they, they can get you to think whatever you want. It's a TV show, just like Tiger King. It's a TV show. All right, so they say documentary, but they get you into thinking certain people are villains and other people aren't. Like, when you watch, and let me just ask you this. When you watched the first two episodes of The Last Dance, when you came away from that, who was painted as the villain? Jerry Krause. Jerry Krause was painted as the villain. He was painted as the bad guy. When you watched three and four... Didn't you come away thinking, man, that Jerry Krause, kind of a smart move, hiring Phil Jackson and bringing in Dennis Rodman and all that stuff. Man, he's not so bad after all. They're manipulating your mind. It's a TV show. It's what they're supposed to do. In one week, you went from Jerry Krause destroyed a dynasty to, man, Jerry Krause was a shrewd general manager. The fact that he identified Phil Jackson and he brought in Dennis Rodman, he... Like, that's not just, that's not coincidence. It was designed that way. It's a TV show. Jerry Krause was the general manager of six world championships in eight years. Do you think that guy just doesn't know what he's doing? Like, he's the evil man they portrayed in episodes one and two? No. It was just giving you that because they're creating a TV show. It's it's television. It's a documentary-ish, but it's television. All that stuff happened, but the way it's presented to you is what everybody's gobbling up. When you came away from episodes three and four, who's been the villain all week? Who's been the villain all week? The Pistons. Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, Isaiah Thomas. My God, how dare he? The things he did. Isaiah Thomas not wanting to shake their hand. My God, man, that Isaiah Thomas. Boy, he is evil, man. People don't like Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. Yeah, Isaiah Thomas. You know, that guy who's a Hall of Famer, one of the great guards in the history of the NBA. And a guy who was the captain of a team that probably should have had a three-peat in their own right if they didn't get jobbed on a call against Bill Lambeer in the finals. 
yeah, that Isaiah Thomas. But because it was painted out and, and he was portrayed as this evil guy and this poor sport, and the, Isaiah Thomas is the bad guy. He's evil. So in the matter of a week, it went from Jerry Krause destroyed a dynasty to Isaiah Thomas and the Pistons were bad for the NBA. <laughs> like, like, guys, do you not see what's happening here? Like, do you, are you not understanding what's happening? They, they've got you on puppet strings. You're doing as they please. They're playing off your emotions. Because Isaiah Thomas didn't want to shake anybody's hands? Who cares? Because the Pistons played physical basketball? You think the Pistons were the only team that played physical basketball? If you think so, I want you to do a YouTube search. Kevin McHale clotheslining Kurt Rambis. All right? And then I want you to tell me that it was only the Pistons playing physical basketball. It's crap. They're manipulating it. It's why... And and look, it's fine. I get it. It's a television show. You've got it. You've got. You only have a certain amount of time to put stuff together. All, I I get all that. But like, can we be honest about like the first couple episodes? Like, I mean, they're talking about Michael Jordan, and Michael Jordan hits this game-winning shot in the NCAA championship game. I mean, never mind the fact that, you know, there was a lot of time left on the clock after he hit that shot, and then following that shot, it was one of the worst turnovers in a big game moment in the history of sports. Fred Brown literally giving the ball back to North Carolina that ended up sealing the game because Worthy went to the free throw line. He Actually, I think he missed both free throws, but we that was not even mentioned. It was all about Michael Jordan hitting a shot. Never mind one of the worst gaffes in the history of a sporting event and a big-time sporting event that we've ever seen. And all we were talking about is Michael Jordan hitting the shot. Why was there no mention of Fred Brown? Because it's a TV show. They can do whatever the hell they want. It's their TV show. Like, when you look back at Super Bowl Twenty-Five, do you think about Super Bowl Twenty-Five as, man... The game-winning field goal by Matt Barr of the Giants. Or do you look back at Super Bowl twenty-five and go, man, Scott Norwood misses the field goal and the Bills lose the Super Bowl. Nobody talks about Matt Barr's go-ahead field goal. They talk about Scott Norwood's miss. But in this documentary, they ignore the gaff, which would be Fred Brown's turnover, and all they talk about is Jordan hitting the shot before that. It's a TV show. That's the way they're presenting it. They talked about Michael Jordan against the Celtics and, and, and what an incredible performance he put up. And it was. It was an incredible performance. Yeah. Um, 49 points and got blown out in the first game. 63 went to overtime and still lost. And in the third game, he was held to 19 points and they got swept at home and blown out again. But don't worry about it. They presented it to you like they were in every game and they should have won the series and the Celtics were lucky to get out of there alive. They got swept. But they can do this and we ignore that stuff because it's a TV show. I like it. It's well done. I'm a sucker for sports documentaries. I've, I've told people this forever. A football life. NFL Network has those, those documentaries of football life. I have seen every single one. I'm not kidding you. I've seen every single one. I've been on flights in which 
I could watch a movie for the first time on this flight, and I remember specifically watching the Great Wall of Dallas, a football life documentary, where it was about the offensive line of the Dallas Cowboys during the 90s. Like, I could, have, I could have watched a brand new movie, something I'd never seen before. And I went back to something I'd seen a hundred times because I love sports documentaries. I love them. But I also am coherent enough to understand it's television. They're going to they're gonna position it in front of you however they want. And you can either take and run with whatever they give you or you can enjoy it. You can appreciate what they're giving you and also... Take a step back and realize it's a TV show. Just like when you read your horoscope, take a step back, look at the bottom for entertainment purposes only. A reminder, The Last Dance, it's a television show. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. I uh, want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Um, up next here on FSR, there is, um, there's kind of a narrative in the NFL that I think is false. It's about a team that wasn't very good last year. But I think the narrative is false. Find out which team it is next year on FSR. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, coming up, uh, we'll call it a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR. We will have another edition of Guess That Garbage. All right, here's how it works. Uh, first and foremost, it's the hottest 
NFL trivia show, a trivia game rather, anywhere on Sports Talk Radio. All right, so if you think you know the NFL, if you've been paying attention to the happenings around the NFL in the past several days, 877-99 on Fox is the phone number for you. 877-996-6369. If you've got the guts to take your shot on national radio, uh, operators are standing by 877-99 on Fox. Guess that garbage coming up 10 minutes from now here on FSR. Uh, we'll see who's got the balls to want to be a part of it here uh, on Fox Sports Radio. Um, all right. So one of the things that I, I think there is, um, and, and, and the reason I bring this up, they came out with rookie of the year odds in the NFL. And so these are the odds of the guys that they project um, are, are going to win rookie of the year. And so, I know uh, uh, DraftKings came out with some. I think Caesars came out with some. And this is starting to trickle out because, listen, man, you know, Vegas is taking the hit. People are looking for stuff to gamble on. The draft was was gambled on uh, a bunch last weekend, uh, prop bets, things like that, because people need action. They got to scratch the itch. You know, people have needs out there, right? You know, like uh, t- try somebody who's dying for a drink, take them by a liquor store, try- see if they don't buy booze. I mean, that you know, this is, this is a necessity for a lot of people. So these odds are out there. And so the guy who's favored to win rookie of the year is Joe Burrow. And it's not that much of a surprise. Joe Burrow's favorite to win Rookie of the Year. Um, a guy I actually like as a little bit of a long shot is Jonathan Taylor, the running back for the Indianapolis Colts. I think Indianapolis has had a great offseason. I think Indianapolis is a dark horse Super Bowl contender. Just looking at where they're at, again, schedule, when the schedules come out uh, next week, uh, we can have a better look as to what their path could be uh, to try and get to the Super Bowl. But I actually think Indianapolis is a dark horse Super Bowl contender. I love Phillip Rivers being reunited with Frank Reich. I love the offensive line. Uh, Quentin Nelson's one of my favorite players in the NFL, period. Uh, If I could get just a Quentin Nelson cam, I would pay a weekly subscription to get a Quentin Nelson cam just to watch him maul defenders on the offensive line. I think Indianapolis is going to be a good team next year. I like him in that division. I think they're a dark horse Super Bowl contender. I think Jonathan Taylor is going to be a really good addition to that offense, especially with a veteran quarterback in Phillip Rivers. They're not going to want to put the ball in his hands as much as it's had to have been put in his hands before. I don't think they want to take those risks. I think they're going to rely more on the run, and I think Jonathan Taylor uh, is a guy that's that's a potential um, long shot to win Rookie of the Year, and you can make some pretty good money if you go that direction. But Joe Burrow is the right pick, and Joe Burrow being favored makes the most sense in the world. Here's the one thing that I feel like has been pushed out there, and it's been going on for a couple of months now. And I don't – actually, it's probably been going on for longer than a couple of months just based on where Cincinnati finished up last season and knowing that Cincinnati was going to have the number one pick of the draft. People look at the Cincinnati Bengals, and for whatever reason – and I know that Cincinnati was a dysfunctional organization years and years and years ago, but that we're talking like, what, 20 years ago? Something like that. Like, it's, it's been a while. People look at Cincinnati, and they just think, well, it's a clown show. Man, Joe Burrow's going to struggle, man. I mean, why would you want to go to that situation? And again, this has been going on for months. Because when Cincinnati was determined 
and it was determined that they and, and finalized and the season was over and Cincinnati was going to have the number one pick of the draft, what was the in- initial conversation? What was, what was the hot take out there? Well, if you're Joe Burrow, uh, you got to pull an Eli Manning. If you're Joe Burrow, you got to pull a John Elway. You don't want to go there. You don't want to be any part of uh, Cincinnati. You don't want to go there. Like, you don't want to be a part of that. And I thought it was garbage from the start. I thought it was absolute garbage. And I thought it was lazy. Just think about this. Joe Burrow is going to have this supporting cast on offense. Now, this isn't everything, but talent is something. Joe Burrow is going to have Joe Mixon at running back. You're going to have Giovanni Bernard, and you're going to have other players, guys that they took in the draft that could potentially produce there at the running back position. That's a pretty decent running back room. All right, that's not bad. Go to wide receiver. Tell me how bad this sucks. A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd, John Ross, and T. Higgins. I don't know about you, but there's a lot of quarterbacks around the NFL that go, you know what? I wouldn't mind taking a crack with that. Like, that that would work for me. Now, tight end, probably not going to be relied upon as much when Tyler Eifert was there. But tight end, you know, with those receivers and with that running game, that's not really going to be a position that's necessary. Now, the offensive line, you hope the offensive line can, can improve. I think the offensive line, they've tried to address that, and I think it can improve uh, based on what they did in the offseason. But I think just looking at, Jonah Williams uh, being an upgrade at left tackle. I think uh, um, uh, it, 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 coming back this season and playing at a high level after the injuries from a year ago, I think Cincinnati's offensive line is going to be improved. The point is this idea that Joe Burrow is going to go to Cincinnati and he's going to stink just because you're used to Cincinnati struggling because they did so 20 years ago and they had a bad season last year, I think is totally off base. That offense has talent. That offense has talent. You get back your first-round pick who missed all of last season on the offensive line at left tackle because of the shoulder injury, and if he plays well, that's a great pick. It took a year to develop, but that's a great pick. That offense has talent. Those That wide receiver room is stacked. The running backs have talent. So this idea that Joe Burrow should have forced his way out of Cincinnati or that he's going to struggle because Cincinnati uh, uh, you know, doesn't have much to surround him with, I think that's BS. I think they absolutely do. I think Cincinnati's got one of the better wide receiver cores maybe in the AFC, maybe in the entire NFL. So when, when I hear people say, like, oh, look, the division, that's where I'll give a little bit of credence to it. That's a rough division, right? Ben Roethlisberger coming back, Baltimore coming back, Cleveland's a talented team. Like, I could see how Cincinnati would struggle because of the division, but I don't think it'll have anything to do with what's around Joe Burrow. That's why I think it makes sense for Joe Burrow to be the favorite to win Rookie of the Year. I think Joe Burrow, of all the young quarterbacks, Joe Burrow's got the best supporting cast. He's got the best supporting cast. On offense, I like Joe Burrow's supporting cast better than than Justin Herbert's. I absolutely do. But the difference is the divisions they play in. Tua is in a much better division 
especially after Tom Brady moves to the NFC. Justin Herbert, although the Chiefs are still there, we're not sure about Denver. We don't know what Drew Locke's going to be. We have no idea what, what the Las Vegas Raiders are going to look like. So Justin Herbert, there, there's potential there and some openings. But the AFC North is a nightmare. I mean, that's the wood chipper of the AFC. You got Baltimore, you got Pittsburgh, Cleveland is loaded. They're looking like uh, they want to bounce back after a disappointing season. So I'll give you that. Cincinnati's in a real tough division, but I don't buy for one second that Joe Burrow doesn't have a lot around him. I think he absolutely does, and I think that's a tired narrative that people are holding on to. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. 877-99 on Fox is the phone number. You can also get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox. 877-996-6369. That is an important number, and here's why. Every single week here on the show, we play a little game called Guess That Garbage. We are going to go around the country, potentially around the world. If you've got the guts, if you've got the balls, if you think you know your NFL, 877-996-6369. Guess That Garbage is next here on FSR. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Figures. All right, a preliminary ruling has been made in the U.S. women's national soccer team's discrimination claim against the U.S. Soccer Federation, and a federal judge based in California ruled in favor of U.S. soccer, saying the women's national team made more money than the men's team over the last five years and were fairly compensated based on the salary structure that was collectively bargained between the women's national team union and the U.S. Soccer Federation. The Board of Governors and the NBA voted to postpone the draft lottery and the draft combine, which were both scheduled for later this month in Chicago. As of now, the NBA draft is still scheduled to take place on June 25th. However, there is growing belief that it may also be postponed. GEICO has introduced the GEICO Give Back, a 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies for current and new customers that last your full policy term. Visit geico.com slash giveback for info and eligibility. In the NFL, the Jaguars declined to pick up the fifth-year option for running back Leonard Fournette. Fournette set career highs in games played, rushing yards, and receptions last season. And the Broncos declined the fifth-year option on offensive tackle Garrett Bowles. Jonas, back to you. Thanks, Kev. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Uh, Coming up, uh, we'll call it uh, 15 minutes from now here on FSR. Uh, There's another opportunity for you to make money in the NFL, and I think where this is set right now is absolutely insane. I think it's insane. I think people have lost their mind. Uh, We will get to that here coming up. 15 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Right now, though, it is time for a little something we do on the show called this. Oh, my God. What the hell is that smell? These two teams flat out stink. Stinks. It always has stunk. He stinks. This stinks. He stunk. Welcome to the party, baby. How's that? It's Guess That Garbage. Yeah, every single week here on Fox Sports Radio, we open up. We Listen, we give you an opportunity to walk the plank. All right? It is the gauntlet. All right, we open up the phone lines and we give you a chance, if you think you know your NFL, to be a star on national radio. And let's be honest here, 99% of the time, you guys are atrocious at this. But 
We continue to open up the door. We continue to give you the opportunity, and we will do so again here in a little game we call Guess That Garbage on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, let's go around the country right now. 877-99 on Fox is the number for you. And let's start in Minnesota, where Chase is listening in St. Paul here on Fox Sports Radio. Chase, what's happening, man? What's going on? Uh, just hanging out. What are you doing, Chase? What's happening in Minnesota oh, early on a Saturday morning? I'm just hanging out with my cousin, having a couple drinks. All right, Chase, you can't listen. We're not playing vague here on Fox Sports Radio. What's in the drinks? What are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking Crown Royal. Okay. Now, are you drinking it straight? Are you mixing with Coke, or what are you doing? I'm drinking it straight. I like to have a little bubbles, you know, a little chaser of a Coke, but, you know, just a little sip. Nothing. All right. I don't need an actual chaser. Yeah, I, I hear you, man. I mean, way too much sugar in that. I mean, you don't want to, you don't want to, you know, ruin your teeth. You don't want to rot your teeth for the sake of a chaser. You know what I mean? Like, gotta, nah, gotta it's not careful. worth it. Uh, now, is it uh, like how big of a pour are we talking about? Is it on the rocks? Or are you just doing it uh, straight in a glass? Or what are we looking at? I'll drink it right out the bottle. We don't have to get a glass involved. Oh, it's you. right down the hatch. Hey, man, I hear you. Less dishes. You know, nobody wants to do dishes. That's that's one less dish you got to do. You don't have to worry about washing that glass. Now, can we uh, – Can we need proof. Can we hear you take a drink out of that crown bottle here on Fox Sports Radio? Absolutely, you can. All right, so let's go ahead and just pop the music down a little bit, Chris. I got to hear this. I don't drink crown, so I'm going to live vicariously through Chase in Minnesota. Look at that. Whew. Yeah, how'd that feel? Yeah, huh? yeah. yeah some kick to it. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you something. You do uh, do a couple more of those, will turn into uh, Khaleesi's dragons off Game of Thrones. <laughs> you got to be careful there, Chase. Uh, all right, that's the plan. That's absolutely uh, all right. So, Chase, here's my uh, here's my question for you. So, you saw Andy Dalton got released by the Bengals earlier this week. That was big news in the NFL, obviously. So, Andy Dalton no longer a Cincinnati Bengal. But here's my question for you: Of the following right. quarterbacks. Taken in the 2011 draft, who has been named to the fewest Pro Bowls? All right, so who has the fewest Pro Bowl appearances of these three quarterbacks taken in 2011? Is it Andy Dalton, Cam Newton, or Colin Kaepernick? Colin Kaepernick. That is correct. Chase, you were on it, baby. That is correct. Colin Kaepernick, zero Pro Bowls. Andy Dalton, three. Cam Newton, three. The correct answer is Colin Kaepernick, and you guys are on the board. Job well done. Uh, let's go out to California where Ryan is listening here on Fox Sports Radio. Ryan, what's happening, man? Hey, I, real quick, I want to give a shout-out to my buddy Steve who's listening right now in Cottonwood. And, um, yeah, hey, Chase, uh, get after that crown, buddy. All right, well, hey, Ryan, I'd like to give a shout-out to whatever you had to drink tonight. All right, let's let's be honest. Um, here. actually, uh, nothing much. Uh, so, okay, what what is nothing much? Can we talk about what nothing much is? What is your As definition? I had of uh, my card lemonade, and I'm uh, got some uh, this ice weird stuff with non-alcoholic lemonade. All right, so you only had Mike's hard lemonade. Exactly. All right, uh, there are people listening around the country right now who are calling BS. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. We're not here to judge. There's nothing wrong with Mike's hard. I'm not. I, listen, it's it's not my go-to, but I've had it before. There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, you know, we, over here on the West Coast, it's kind of warm. Yeah, listen, we 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 don't criticize here on Fox Sports Radio. I told you, like, send send us, uh, you know, all your tired, your weak, your whatever it says on the Statue of Liberty. Like, I welcome everybody here. Like, we do not. We'll take whatever listeners we can get here at Fox Sports Radio. All right, we we are that open-minded to everything. So if you're drinking Mike's hard lemonade, I don't have an issue with it, man. That's John, fine. you are a great person. 
and so I like the radio show. So. Listen, I, 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 I mean, uh, you know, we try to do our best here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, so Ryan, here's my question for you here on Guess That Garbage. So we talked about Andy Dalton. He was released by the Cincinnati Bengals. One quarterback, this is multiple choice. I want you to listen to all the options before you take your guess. One quarterback has more passing yards as a Bengal than Andy Dalton. It's one of the following. Here's your options. Is it Ken Anderson, Carson Palmer, John Kitna, Boomer Esiason, or Andrew Furman? Ooh, that's a tough one because I kind of had my guess already in my head. I wanted to go Kenny Anderson, but I'm going to go Boomer Esiason. That is incorrect. Ah. It was it was Ken Anderson. Ken Anderson was the correct answer. Look, it's like uh, like the NCAA tournament when you fill those out. Trust your gut. Don't go back and change. If you pick the nine seed to beat the eight seed, don't go back right before the Thursday start of the games and then make your switch over to the eight seed to beat the nine seed. It never works out. Trust your gut in that situation. Kenny Anderson, the only quarterback with more passing yards as a Bengal than Andy Dalton. Give me a salami uh, submarine. Let's uh, keep it moving here. We we go to New Jersey where Justin's listening here on Fox Sports Radio. Justin, what's happening, man? What's going on tonight? Uh, just hanging out. You good, Justin? You uh, you, you staying yeah. safe? Everything good out there? Yeah, it's good. Just All doing right. some dew. That's it tonight. Uh, you're doing what, Justin? I'm sorry. Just hopped up on Mountain Dew. That's it. Uh, only Mountain Dew? That's it. Uh, is it regular or you do the Diet Mountain Dew? Uh, just regular. Okay. Like, I know what. Uh, skin- None of them other flavors. Regular Mountain Dew. That's it. Man, I'll tell you this. I haven't had a Mountain Dew in I know Skip Bayless is a, a big Mountain Dew fan, and I haven't had a Mountain Dew in years, but every time I have it, I, it's so apparent after a couple of drinks why people get hooked on it. It's really good, man, especially especially if you just get one from like a 7-Eleven or like one of those big gulp cups. Like there's just something about the, about the Mountain Dew uh, mixed in with the ice out of a 7-Eleven big gulp cup. I don't know what it is. Uh, but it just it, it's it's like the no nobody believes me. Ryan Bershinger, uh, our executive producer, Bersh, um, have you noticed? Have you ever had Wiener Schnitzel? Uh, only like once, actually. Okay. Yeah. For whatever reason, the Pepsi at Wiener Schnitzel tastes better than everywhere else. I don't know why. That's that's like the Coke at McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't. I don't know what happens in those fountains. But it, it, it's crazy how it works. Let's go live. To our I Have a Thought on Fountain Drinks Insider, Chris Perfett, for the latest. Chris? It's because they can fine-tune how much sugar and how much syrup is going into the carbonation there. Just get it, like, just right versus, you know, it's the same thing out of every can, but got it just right out of a properly tuned fountain. I mean, listen, we're not here to give away all these secrets here, Chris. I mean, why do you do that to those industry? I mean, they're trying to... I I like to let them know what the magic is behind the curtain. All right. Uh, Well, listen, uh, Justin... I've never had a good Mountain Dew out of the fountain, I'll tell you that. Well, listen, I mean, I don't... Like I said, I I hardly drink it. I'm I'm not a big soda guy, but, uh, but, you know, I'm not going to, you know, speak out against it here. All right, so, Justin, here's my question for you. So it's a true or false, all right? True or false, and it's involving Aaron Rodgers, all right? True or false, Aaron Rodgers has never thrown double-digit interceptions in a season. Is that true or false? Uh, false. I don't know. <laughs> are, you, are you sure? A 50-50. No, I'm unsure. So, well, what is it? 50-50 shot. I'm, now you're making me want to guess the other way. No, I'm just, I'm just asking. Like, is it true <laughs> or false? I mean, you, I mean... I don't know. You got to tell me. You don't want the answers. Well, I'm not listen, listen. It, true or false? It's it's just that easy. Don't 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 get I, nervous. I, 
I I'll go the other way. No, I'll just take false. That is correct. Good job well done. You just see you trust your gut and you get rewarded for it. That is correct. Aaron Rodgers has double-digit interceptions in a season. He's got two of them. Uh, so that is correct here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, John is in Nevada listening here on FSR. John, what's happening? Hey, what's going on, brother? How you uh, doing? Just hanging out, John. Uh, John, I got a I got a question for you, man. Uh, so I'll, just... I'll answer it right now. All right, Vodka so... cranberry with fireball chasers. <laughs> and, and, and is it those little pocket fireball chasers, those little tiny ones? Yeah, the bucket. Get... Yeah, you buy the bucket. Yes, good. Uh, that that yeah. is good. I just throw them in the freezer and I'm good to go. All right. And the that... ratio is 70-30. Good for you. For the vodka cranberry. Good for you. Can we get a round of applause for uh, John in Nevada? Just straight to the point, not messing around here on Fox Sports Radio. No, That's no, what no. Talking about. Uh, all, all right, so, so Jonas, here's John, the question. John, in the I Rams have... Super Bowl, who made the big tackle to save their Super Bowl win against the Titans? Oh, God, wasn't it? Was it Mike Jones? Great. You, you win. Good yeah, job. Give me, give me, come on. There, right, there you go. Right, so Thank you very go. much, uh, sir. Yeah, listen, uh, look, I'm the founder of Guess That Garbage. I, I can't be stumped on stuff like that. Uh, well, here's, <laughs> here's my question for you. Here's my question for you, John. All right. So you saw the Bears sign Ted Ginn Jr., uh, the uh, veteran wide receiver. It would make, this would make the Bears Ginn's sixth NFL team. I want you to name three of his first five NFL teams. For Mike Ginn? For Ted Ginn Jr. Okay, uh, that would be uh, vodka, vodka, and vodka. I don't know that. Uh, that is incorrect. Uh, it is a good guess. Good guess. Very entertaining, but that is incorrect. The Dolphins, 49ers, Panthers, Cardinals, and Saints. Probably a better question for somebody who's not chasing with fireball shots. Probably, you know, probably just a better question for somebody else. But nonetheless, uh, call back anytime. That was a lot of fun, John in Nevada. Final one, Matt is in Scottsdale, Arizona here on Fox Sports Radio. Matt, what's happening? How you doing, Jonah? Good, man. What's happening with you? How's everything out there? Uh, just enjoying the nice weather and uh, Friday night. What What is the weather right now? Is it like 95 in Scottsdale? Uh, 75 right now. It's pretty God, nice. That's beautiful. Uh, all right, so here's my question for you. Um, you saw Jameis Winston sign a contract with the New Orleans Saints? Yeah. Okay. Of the top three quarterbacks on the Saints roster, who has the fewest career postseason incompletions? Drew Brees, Jameis Winston, or Taysom Hill? Uh, I'm going to say Jameis Winston. That is correct. Job well done. That is correct. Yeah, a little little bit of a some trickery there because Jameis Winston has never appeared in a playoff game. So a little bit of some trickery there, uh, some under the uh, you know under the table dirty pool on my end. But nonetheless, uh, that is correct. Jameis Winston zero incompletions because he hasn't played in a, in a playoff game yet. So with that being said, a three and two performance this week on Guess That Garbage. Job well done by all involved, and another fun. Not quite sober edition here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox here on FSR at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, up next, you can make money on something in the NFL. And if you bet this, I think you're insane. Find out what it is here on Fox Sports Radio. I'm going to start the whack off right now. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. 
and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, I think there is some insanity going on in the world of sports, in the NFL, when it comes to trying uh, trying to make money on the NFL right now. I'll get to that here coming up in just a couple of moments. Also, coming up... Ten minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, it's the drama that won't go away in the National Football League, and I think it's really, really obvious what one team is doing. Uh, We'll get to that here ten minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. So I was talking about um, they came out with the rookie of the year odds in the NFL. And Joe Burrow is the favorite, um, obviously. And I think Joe Burrow, I think it's a, it's a smart bet. I think he should be because I do think Cincinnati's got much more talent around him than they're getting credit for. And so Joe Burrow is the favorite to win Rookie of the Year. I also like Jonathan Taylor of the Indianapolis Colts. I think he could be a dark horse as far as a Rookie of the Year goes based on that offensive line, um, based on them having a, a veteran quarterback in Phillip Rivers, trying to preserve him as much as possible. I think they're going to run the ball a lot there uh, in Indianapolis. You can also bet on Comeback Player of the Year. All right, So Comeback Player of the Year odds are out. And this was according to William Hill Sportsbook, who released this. And um, Rob Gronkowski is the favorite to win Comeback Player of the Year. If you bet on that, you're insane. (laughs) Like, the idea that Rob Gronkowski, and I love Gronk, but the idea that Gronk is going to come back and pick up where he left off 
and be an impact player for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, especially in that offense with all those other weapons around, that Rob Gronkowski is going to come in and dominate the Bucks' offense and be so much so that he wins comeback player of the year, I think is insane. I think that's insane. Like, I understand people are excited to have Gronk back, but can we also be honest about what Gronk was before he left? He made big plays down the stretch, no doubt about it, and he was crucial in the blocking game. But he wasn't the same guy he was because his body had taken a beating. Rob Gronkowski even said after he signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on a conference call, he still has a dent in his quad from the Super Bowl, the last game he played in. He took a helmet to the quad, and there's still an indentation in his leg. He's not the same player. If he can make a couple of plays in a big-time game when Tom Brady needs a guy to go to in a crucial spot, absolutely he's worth the signing or or worth the trade and good for Tampa Bay for making the move. But I don't see that there's any way Rob Gronkowski's comeback player of the year. I don't think it makes any sense. I think Ben Roethlisberger, I think uh, Matt Stafford, A.J. Green, guys like that would make more sense. Nick Foles even, if he gets to start in Chicago. Rob Gronkowski, I don't think it makes any sense in the world being comeback player of the year. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. More drama in the NFL next. It's the drama story, the drama show in the NFL that keeps on giving. We'll get into that here coming up in just a couple of moments. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. You can check out this show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on SiriusXM Channel 83 and on every single one of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates. Wherever you are taking part in this program, we always appreciate a few minutes of your time. Uh, And thanks for hanging out with us and making us a part of your life. As difficult as things are, uh, it's an honor to be with you here on Fox Sports Radio and to do it all live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. So we already have our first thing to watch for when the NFL season gets going and when teams start to show up for organized either training camps or practices or games or whatever. We already have our first storyline and the biggest storyline in the NFL, and it's the one that's going on in Green Bay. And there's been... A lot of conversation about the Green Bay Packers drafting Jordan Love, moving up four spots to do so. Um, I understand why people look at, at what the Green Bay Packers did and why they think it was a dumb decision. There are people that think, listen, you got to think about now. You were one game away from the Super Bowl. Why would you go this direction when clearly you could make improvements around the team and build around Aaron Rodgers as opposed to building beyond Aaron Rodgers by drafting the quarterback of the future? I actually did not have as as big of a problem with the decision and the drafting of Jordan Love as a lot of people did. I didn't. I think Green Bay identified a guy that they couldn't miss an opportunity to go draft and they didn't want to take a chance on trying to see another guy uh, that they valued as much in a later draft, so they got the ball rolling early. And I don't have a problem with that. Whether or not it works out, 
that remains to be seen. Whether or not it was a dumb pick, that remains to be seen. Whether or not it was a smart pick, that remains to be seen. I'm not going to sit up here and tell you I know what Jordan Love's going to be as a quarterback because I don't, and anybody that says that they do is lying to you. So I'm not going to play that game. So I didn't have as much of an issue with it as anybody else did. And the whole you were one game away from the Super Bowl last year, can we be honest? We saw both of those games against the 49ers. Green Bay wasn't close. They weren't close. Like They weren't even in the same stratosphere. So, so let's go ahead and calm down on the, well, they were one game away from a Super Bowl. Man, Jacksonville was one game away from a Super Bowl a couple of years ago. They had a lead with five minutes left at New England. And look what happened to Jacksonville. All right, so, so let's not do this. You were so close. Why would you turn back around? Like, they weren't that close. So I didn't have as much of an issue as anybody else did. Um, I understand the frustration maybe, but I'm, I'm not totally outraged by the move. But then Brett Favre jumps in. And Brett Favre jumps in and had, I think, the most interesting comments regarding the Aaron Rodgers situation. And I think that Brett Favre opened up the conversation to what really has happened there in Green Bay. Here he was earlier this week on the Rich Eisen Show. Green Bay's not going anywhere without Aaron Rodgers in the next few years. If he plays like we expect him to play, they got a shot with or without a first-round receiver. He's that good. So I would do all I could to not burn that bridge. And I, I, I don't think that they did that. I think that they burned a bridge that's going to be hard to uh, overcome. At some point, I think it will rear its ugly head. I think Aaron will finish somewhere else. That's my gut. I guarantee you this, and I, I don't know this for certain, but I guarantee you it's got the wheels turning in Aaron's mind, which which if, if that's the case, then that means that there's a chip on his shoulder towards the organization that otherwise was not there. And so he all he needs is a reason other than this reason to expedite that. So that was Brett Favre on the Rich Eisen Show talking about the Aaron Rodgers situation. Um, What he said there that was so key in all of that is that it got the wheels turning and maybe feeling a little bit of a gripe towards the organization. I actually think it goes a step further. I think this gripe has been there for a little while. I think this has been a slow fracturing between Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, and this was the biggest blow, the straw that broke the camel's back and all of it. Um, Brett Favre also talked in another sound clip that I heard from from the same interview in which him and Aaron Rodgers were kind of joking about, man, you ever look around and go, gosh, none of these guys I came up with. This is like a new era of football. Like this has slowly happened. This is, they've slowly tried to take away the power of the organization and the control from Aaron Rodgers. And I think both of those guys, Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, see what's happening. And Brett Favre going public with that after speaking with Aaron Rodgers speaks to that. I think they both realize Aaron Rodgers is most likely not going to finish his career in Green Bay. Brett Favre wouldn't have come out and said that unless that was the impression he got from speaking to Aaron Rodgers. I think they realize that. But where I'll push back on on some of what is happening 
is Bob McGinn, who covered the Packers, and he, and he covered the Packers for almost 40 years. He suggested, he didn't say this, but he suggested, courtesy of The Athletic, that Matt LaFleur had had enough of Aaron Rodgers' act from a year ago. I don't think that that's the case. I think it goes beyond that. Just like I don't think that Jordan Love and the drafting of Jordan Love you know, was the first thing that got Aaron Rodgers' wheels turning in his mind. I think it happened before that. I think it happened when the Green Bay Packers made the decision to hire Matt LaFleur as head coach and never discussed it with Aaron Rodgers. Like, think about that. Even Jay Cutler in Chicago had some say in the hiring of Mark Tressman. It was Jay Cutler. It came down to Mark Tressman and Bruce Arians for the Bears head coaching job after they fired Lovey Smith. And they brought in Jay Cutler and discussed with him what he thought about a potential replacement and who he wanted to be the next head coach of the Bears. The Packers didn't even have a conversation or, or run it by Aaron Rodgers when they made their decision. They just made their decision. And reportedly, Brian Gutenkust and, and, uh, uh, or another member of the front office talked with Aaron Rodgers about don't become the problem. Don't be the problem now that Mike McCarthy's gone. Now, they shot down that report and said, oh, that, not, that conversation never happened. But that was a report that was out there. I think this happened well before it. I think this happened, and I think I wouldn't be surprised if Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers had had this discussion last year. Similar discussion. Hey, did they talk to you about bringing in uh, Matt LaFleur as head coach? Nope, never ran it by me. Huh, that's interesting. That was the first sign. This was just the most blatant. I think Green Bay has slowly been trying to pull apart from Aaron Rodgers, and I think that was that that spoke to me, the fact that they made a hire at head coach and never even talked to him about it. Never had a discussion. He knew nothing about it. You remember when Aaron Rodgers spoke and was kind of passive-aggressive about it, and he talked about, you know, I mean, I'd like to have the control to be able to audible, and I'd like to have the, the control to be able to do this if I want to, and I'd like – like, that wasn't Aaron Rodgers – complaining as much about audibling as it was, you know, I mean, I just like to have some say in some of this. I like to have some say when it comes to all this. The Green Bay Packers had slowly started to pull away from Aaron Rodgers, and they started to do it last year, year before last. They identified that Aaron Rodgers was sort of entering the backstages of his career. They had gotten rid of Mike McCarthy, and instead of going to their quarterback, maybe the greatest quarterback in the history of a franchise that's known nothing but great quarterback play for the most part, the Green Bay Packers hired a head coach with not a whole lot of experience and never even ran it by him. Never discussed it with him. You watched Packer games last year. Did it seem like Aaron Rodgers was doing as much as he did years before? No. They were relying on their run game. Aaron Rodgers even alluded to it. It made his job easier, but it wasn't relying on Aaron Rodgers. Hey, make a throw here. There were times where he could still make a throw if need be, 
But it wasn't it wasn't like Aaron Rodgers in that playoff game against the Dallas Cowboys where he's making once-in-a-generation type throws to Jared Cook. Uh, I believe it was Jared Cook on the sideline setting up long field goals by Mason Crosby on fourth down. Like, they weren't relying on him for that. They relied on their run game. And I think that was the plan, not just this offseason to address the future of the Packers. I think they were addressing it last offseason when they made the decision to get rid of Mike McCarthy. When they made the decision to go in the direction of identifying their head coach without talking to their quarterback about it. I think Brett Favre is 100% correct. I don't think he would speak on that unless he knew it was comfortable speaking about it and probably given the okay or at least given the impression there's no issue if you speak like this. And the fact that it was, you know, talking to Aaron Rodgers and the idea of them, you know, playing beyond his time with the Packers, that's why I think it's the most fascinating watch in the NFL because I do think you're going to get a motivated Aaron Rodgers. I was talking to Mike Heller. Mike Heller does a longtime sports talk radio host in Wisconsin. Really good guy. And Bucky Brooks and myself talked to Mike Heller last weekend after the the drafting of Jordan Love. And Mike Heller said, look, knowing Aaron Rodgers and covering his entire career, I think he's got enough pettiness in him and enough competitiveness in him that he would take a similar move like Brett Favre did when Brett Favre was adamant he wanted to play the Packers twice a year. I think we're headed down that kind of road. I don't think this is going to be a, oh, man, clean cutoff, easy divorce. Don't worry about it. It's just time to move on, similar to the L.A. Chargers and kind of similar to Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. I don't think that's happening at all. I think Aaron Rodgers saw the writing on the wall a year ago he kept it quiet for the most part, didn't speak out about it and, and make a bunch of noise about it for the most part. But then the offseason after, they move up in the draft to trade and bring in his replacement. I think the writing had been on the wall there for a long time. Brett Favre speaking about it now is probably because they had had conversations about it before, and now Aaron Rodgers just doesn't care. It's out there. Everybody knows it. And that's the situation in Green Bay. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score. And checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. All right, coming up next, what could be looked at as bad news could actually end up being potentially great news for somebody in the world of sports, and it involves you. Find out what it is next here on FSR. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR, it is the return of pro wrestler or porn star. If you've never heard it before, do not go anywhere. The hottest game show anywhere on sports talk radio or or just talk radio, period, for that matter. 877-99 on Fox is the phone number. 877-996-6369. Pro wrestler or porn star coming up here 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, so one of the things that, that I've that I think is going to end up happening is when all this is said and done as far as the pandemic and, and uh, the corona uh, virus and all this stuff that is happening around the country, I don't think things are just going to go back to what they were before. I, I, I don't think that what was in place before will ever be attained again. As far as, you know, if, if people think you're just going to turn on a light switch and we're all going to go back to, to exactly how it was before, I, I just don't think that's going to happen. I, I think that there's going to be some things that suffer because of it. Um, I think that people are going to get used to certain things. Um, and maybe because of that, uh, you know, uh, the uh, there's other departments, other other things that were, you know, that were thought to be necessities before that maybe just won't be necessities anymore. I think there's going to be more hand sanitizer stations everywhere you go, like there should have probably always been in the first place. I think there's going to be changes that are made that are going to improve certain situations. I think places like the gym, I think I think the gyms might take a hit. I think people have figured out that you can get a pretty good workout in at home. Maybe you don't want to pay the monthly membership. Maybe you can't afford the monthly membership anymore. And so you realize that there's at-home equipment that you can use, that you don't have to go to a gym uh, to where you know, there's germs and run the risk of stuff like that. I just I think that be open to the idea and the expectation that life as we knew it before, maybe that's not attainable anymore, but it doesn't make it a bad thing. We just adjust. We figure it out. We move on. And it happens. You just you learn how to live a new type of life, and I think that 
is a real possibility and something that we all should embrace and understand and just realize it's not the end of the world. Uh, we, we figure it out. We adjust. We adapt. Um, you know, they tell you you can't go to a certain thing. You can't go to, to, to mass anymore at, at, at church. You can do an online uh, a church service. That stuff is out there. You can actually uh, take an online communion um, if if you want to, if, if you're Catholic and you want to take that approach. I just think that there are certain things that we just have to understand are going to change, but some of it may not be all that bad. Some of it actually might improve this country. Some of it might actually improve all of us. And so the reason I bring that up is because Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN reported earlier on Friday that the league has postponed the draft lottery and the draft combine. They didn't make a decision on the draft set for June 25th, but the expectation is they're going to push that as well. They also discussed moving the start of the 2020-2021 season to December. Now, if you're an NBA diehard, if you are an NBA fanboy and you love tradition and you don't want to see anything changed or modified when it comes to your NBA, you probably don't like that because it's change and it's different. Just like you didn't like things being shut down around the country. Just like you don't like the fact that you can't get into a restaurant. Your favorite restaurant is closed and you can't sit in there and have a drink. Like you probably don't like that. But I actually think this is a blessing in disguise for the league. I think the NBA is going to find out what I have been saying for two years on the air here on Fox Sports Radio, that they should always, always have started their league on Christmas Day. Always. It should have been Christmas Day. I've been saying that for two years. They should have started it on Christmas Day. You have your big launch on Christmas Day, and what ends up happening is you push your season back two months. And now your NBA playoffs aren't in May and June. Instead, they're in July and August. And then we go right into the football season. I've been saying it, if you've listened to this show, for two years, documented, on record. Push the season back. Push the season back. Start it in December. No, 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 it's always been done this way. And No, 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 push the season back. Well, we don't need to do that. No, you absolutely do. You're getting crushed by the NFL and college football. Nobody watches basketball. Nobody's paying enough attention, grand scheme of things, to basketball until later on anyways. That's when you and, – and it's not a knock on the NBA. It does – you can't look at this as you conceding that your league is weaker than the National Football League or college football. It's just a reality of the situation. The NFL is king. College football is number two. You can't compete in the fall months with those two. Like, why are you starting a season in October if you're going to get bludgeoned by the NFL and college football? That's why when people were looking around going, God, why have the ratings taken such a hit? It's football season. Fantasy football, gambling on football, the football conversation. It's football season. That's why you, the ratings are taking a hit. 
like people are focused on the NFL and college football. They're not they're not thinking about the NBA. That's not even part of our conversation. There's a lot of people who don't really watch their first real NBA games until Christmas Day because they're hanging out at home, they're opening up gifts, they're not at work, they're with the family. Hey, what's on TV? Oh, there's like five NBA games on, back to back to back to back to back. Why don't we just watch those? Like, it, it is the biggest no-brainer, and it's something I think the league should have looked at a long time ago. I actually think that's going to be one of the bright spots that comes out of all this. Like, like there's going to be good things that come out of all this. It's a terrible time for a lot of people, and it sucks, and it's uncomfortable, and it's scary, and everybody's on edge, and people are just sort of trying to figure out what, what day it is and what month it is, and people are gaining weight, and then uh, people aren't aren't eating as good as they used to, and people are, are, are getting divorces. or pe- Like, look, there's a lot of tension, a lot of uneasiness out there, but I do think there's going to be some good things that come out of this if you're the nba i would seriously consider if you've got to move the season back and you started in december i would seriously consider that to be your new normal because i think what's going to end up happening is the big numbers that you did for the nba playoffs before i think those numbers are only going to grow because you're competing against what major league baseball in july and august the dog days of August, the dog, like, I think the numbers are going to be even bigger. I think it's a win-win for the NBA. And I think you just be open to the idea of it. Like it doesn't like they talk about like in, in fighting. If you can't beat a guy in one weight class and you're able to make it work in another weight class, go to that other weight class. Like, if you can't beat the champion at one weight class, but you know that you can cut enough weight and just go to the weight class below and potentially compete for a title shot and be dominant in that weight class, go do that. It doesn't make you less of a fighter. You just realize, at this higher weight class, I can't compete. I'm not going to win a title because that guy's too good and he's got such an advantage. I can make weight at a lower weight class. Why don't I just go do that? And, and I can, you know, redirect the trajectory of my career. If you're the NBA, you're not winning at this weight class. The NFL and college football have the market cornered in the fall. Go down to a lower weight class, adjust when you start your times of your season, and on the back end, you're going to get a, a playoff in July and August unopposed when people around sports radio and and sports fans and on television are looking for something noteworthy to talk about. I just think it's a win-win, and I think if I'm the NBA, you need to be open to the idea of that sort of change. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, 877-99-ON-FOX is the phone number. 877-996-6369. That is an important number, and here's why. Pro wrestler or porn star is the hottest game show anywhere on sports radio. If you've never heard it before, do not go anywhere. We are looking for two participants, two people who want to be a part of the most controversial game anywhere on the radio dial. 877-99-ON-FOX, 877-996-6369. Pro wrestler or porn star is next. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, Kevin Figures. All right, and news out of the NFL from Friday night. The Jacksonville Jaguars declining to pick up the fifth-year option on running back Leonard Fournette. 
The former first-round pick has reportedly been on the trade block this offseason, despite leading the team in receptions and rushing yards in a career-high 15 games played in 2019. The Denver Broncos also declined the option on offensive tackle Garrett Bowles, who was a 20th overall pick in the 2017 draft. The Board of Governors in the NBA voted to postpone the draft combine and the draft lottery, which were both scheduled to take place later this month. The NBA draft is currently scheduled for June 25th. However, there is a strong possibility it may also be postponed. The league officials also discussed the possibility of beginning next season in late December, as Jonas mentioned a second ago. A federal judge has ruled in favor of the U.S. Soccer Federation in the wage discrimination case that was brought upon by the women's national team. The judge ruled that the women have made more than the men over the past five years and that they have been fairly compensated based on their collective bargaining agreement with U.S. Soccer. Jonas, back to you. Thanks, Kev. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Uh, Coming up here uh, 15 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio, uh, it is funny how sensitive uh, some people are about some things. Uh, I I found that very very ironic uh, over the past several days in the world of sports. So we We'll get to that here uh, coming up uh, in uh, about, uh, again, 15 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Right now, though, it is time for a little something we do on the show every single week. It's time for this. Is it a pro wrestler? Or a porn star? Genitalia. I love that. You have an affection for Big Mac. Time to guess that name. It is that time, baby. Pro wrestler or porn star here on Fox Sports Radio. If you've never heard the game before, do not go anywhere. It is Can't Miss Radio Gold. It's been called the hottest game show anywhere on the radio dial. Uh, 877-99 on Fox if you want to be a part of it. Uh, Let's go ahead and meet our participants here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Let's go out to, uh, to Boston where Mike is listening here on Fox Sports Radio. Mike, what's happening? Hey, good morning. This is truly the greatest contest on all of radio. I listen every week. Hey, I appreciate it, Mike. Uh, Mike, could you say that one more time so we could actually cut that clip and use it in a promo to make it seem like people actually like my show? Could you just say that one more time? I will, if I can remember. (laughs) This is actually the greatest contest on all of radio, and I listen every week. Look at that. See, we appreciate it. You, like, we'll, we'll be playing that on a loop because we can't get anybody else to give us a compliment. So, uh, so there is Mike in Boston here on Fox Sports Radio. Mike, uh, so what are you doing uh, in Boston early on a Saturday morning? What's happening? I actually am a, I'm a boat captain. I'm a, I'm a merchant mariner, but um, I have all winter off, and now I have more time off, so I should know my point. <laughs> oh, okay. Fair, fair enough. You see, I, I like the logic there. It does make it does make some sense, uh, no doubt about it. Uh, so we have got Mike in Boston. Uh, let's go out to Northridge, California, Southern California, not that far from the Fox Sports Radio studios, where Sean is listening here on Fox Sports Radio. Sean, what's happening? What's up? What's up? Not far at all, actually. About ten minute drive from the studio. Yeah. So, uh, so what are you doing in Northridge, man? What's open out there? Oh God, nothing really right now. I mean, you got like uh, you go to the Northridge Mall. You got like Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, is uh, we got a D and B out here now? Yeah, we got all yeah. stuff. But, yeah, well, but, uh, I mean, uh, free so, quarantine time. Yeah, so I mean, uh, so what are you? Are you having a couple of cocktails? What's happening in Northridge? What's Northridge early on a Saturday morning like right now? 
Well, Northridge early on a Saturday morning is a few cocktails and uh, a lot of loneliness. A lot of loneliness. That's all right. Listen, welcome. Uh, we're all in this together, so no, no, none of us are alone now. We're all listening to Fox Sports Radio. We're all, uh, you know, we're all having a good time. You guys are having drinks. We are not, uh, but uh, but we are all in this together. So we appreciate you guys listening. Um, and uh, and here are the rules. I am going to. Give each of these gentlemen a name. It's either a name of a pro wrestler or it's a name of a porn star. I'm going to start with Mike in Boston. I'm going to go then to Sean in Northridge. If we are tied at the end of this list, we go to a tiebreaker, sudden death, overtime name. Are you guys good on this? I'm yes, good. Sir. All right, so you guys are ready to rock. Here we can go. I just say, can I just say hello to the West Coast? Hi, Sean. Hey, what's up, uh, what's up, Look- Boston? Look, look at that! Congratulations on 2018 World Series. Hey, hey, look at look at that! <laughs> hey, hey, look at that! I mean, just you know, bringing bringing Dodger and Red Sox fans closer together, Celtics, Lakers, like that is what this show does. Now, I would I would uh, I would encourage uh, you gentlemen to not bring up any Dodgers World Series experiences over the past several years because Ryan <laughs> Bershinger. Um, uh, he was going gray, stressing out about the uh, about the L.A. Oh, Dodgers. Uh, he, I have never seen anybody that stressed out uh, in my entire life. Seeing him in studio during a playoff game, um, uh, he looked like he was going through withdrawals. Uh, like he needed he needed his crack pipe, and it was nowhere to be found. And he was in cold sweats and very frustrated. Uh, is that an accurate description, Ryan Bershinger? That's that's all too accurate. And yeah, yeah. I think we've we've hit our quota for mentions of the night. Thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, Jerry. Thank, thank you, Jerry. Yeah, all right. So here we go. All right, so Mike in Boston, you are first up here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Mike in Boston, the name for you to get things started here on Fox Sports Radio is Davina Hardman, Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. I'm going to say uh, Porn Star. That is correct. Mike in Boston is on the board. Uh, that is correct. Uh, oh, man, Davina so Hardman is a porn star. We go back over to Sean in Northridge here on Fox Sports Radio. Sean, the name for you, sir, is Scotty Fox, pro wrestler or porn star? I will go porn star as well. Mm, that is incorrect. Incorrect. Scotty Fox is a pro wrestler. We go back over to Mike in Boston here on Fox Sports Radio. This is pro wrestler or porn star here on FSR. Mike in Boston, the next name up for you with a one nothing lead here on pro wrestler or porn star is Thunder Morgan, pro wrestler or porn star. That's pro wrestler. That is correct. Mike in Boston up and early here, 2 nothing over Sean and Northridge. All right, Sean, a, a name for you here to get on the board on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star is Bambola, Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Uh, let's go wrestler. That is incorrect. Not this time. Bambola is a porn star. Uh, it sounded like you wanted to go porn star, but you kind of overthought it. Like some, I'm telling you, man, with these games, you just got to trust your gut. All right, just That's right. just, just yeah. fire away. Uh, all right, so back over to uh, to Mike in Boston, who's got a commanding two nothing lead here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Mike in Boston, the name for you, sir, is Sweet Tea, Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. 
That is a porn stop. That is correct. Mike in Boston is on fire. Absolutely on fire here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Back over to Sean in Northridge we go. Uh, Sean, next name up for you here to get on the board on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star is Swamp Man. Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. God, I hope that's a wrestler. That is correct, yes. You know, just for curiosity purposes, um, I actually now that I think it, no, I don't want to know what that looks like uh, as far as porn goes. I nope, actually, no, not, I don't. Mm-mm. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, no need to see Swamp Man uh, doing adult films. Uh, back over to Mike in Boston, we go here on Fox Sports Radio. Mike with a three-one lead here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. The name for you, sir, is the Rogue. Pro wrestler or porn star? That would be a porn star. That is incorrect. Oh, that is incorrect. The Rogue is a pro wrestler. And so that opens up the door to Sean and Northridge. Just a little of a sliver, some sliver of light there here on Fox Sports Radio. Sean and Northridge, uh, this is an important moment of the game to stay alive. The next name for you, sir, here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star is... Betty Dark, pro wrestler or porn star? Can you repeat the first name? Is it Betty or Betty? Yeah, Betty Dark. That's a porn star. That is correct. That is correct. So Sean stays alive here on pro wrestler or porn star. So we go back over to Mike in Boston. Mike in Boston, here's the situation. If you get this correct, the game is over. All right, if you get it, it's a wrap, and Boston wins. But if you miss it, Sean and Northridge has an opportunity to tie the game and force sudden death overtime. So, Mike in Boston, you can close it out here on Fox Sports Radio. And to do so, tell me, the name for you, Kimmy King, is that a pro wrestler or a porn star? Is that Kimmy or Kimmy? Kimmy with a K. Kimmy King. Uh, that is a porn star. That is correct. That is correct, and Mike in Boston is your winner here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. That is correct. Kimmy King, a porn star, and Mike in Boston has done it. Uh, Sean in Northridge, we appreciate you hanging out, man. Uh, you don't have to be lonely anymore. Just keep listening to the show. Call back anytime, man. We appreciate it. Sounds good. Thank you. Uh, hey, Mike Sean, in, Sean, congratulations uh, anyway. Uh, Mike. Mike yep. in Boston. Hey, Mike, congratulations, man. Boston does it again. As if you guys don't have enough trophies there, uh, uh, you've done think, it again. A pro wrestler think, or a porn star champion. I think we should have a duck boat parade like we always do. You should. Yeah, absolutely. I, th- I think that's a good idea. Uh, all right, so there he is, Mike in Boston, uh, your winner on this week's edition of a pro wrestler or a porn star. Uh, Kevin Figures. Thunder Morgan. Interesting. Got some juice to it. Yeah. Um, oh, speaking of juice, I love sweet tea. Yes, yeah, sweet Sounds tea. Sounds delicious. Yes. I'm all it, in. It, it does. Um, <laughs> Swamp Man, not so much. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's that's a tough one. Like that 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 again. That's one of those wrestling names yeah. where I just want to know who in the creative department was looking around for wrestler names and was like, "Hey, why don't we call you Swamp Man?" Yeah, that's in the same vein as Bastion Booger. Yeah, like the what day. the hell is that? Like, like, like what, what, what is that? Yeah. Uh, let, let's go live to our. Uh, I have a thought on Swamp Man Insider, Chris Perfett, for the latest. Chris, I'm not even going to touch Swamp Man here. Uh, I was the rogue. 
<laughs> Sorry, Bershinger's now in my ear about something I said. Yeah, so. uh, yeah well, I mean, I hit F8 on that one. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I am not even going to touch, touch Swamp Man. I would hope not. That is, well, uh, we just have to F8 that now, too. Absolutely. F8's I mean, all is, down. Uh, yeah, I got your Swamp right here. Now, the Rogue, uh, I'm not sure how he came up with the Rogue thinking it was a uh, porn star. That. I yeah, that was that, surprising. That seems, that seems like a lame kind of wrestler name too, though. It's yeah, that's kind of a no man's land. I, right there. I, that that was surprising. I I didn't I didn't expect Mike, who was on fire, to to be uh, stumped by the rogue. But that's the problem with this game. So many of these, like, look if I if I said to you, Big John Stud, mm, I mean, majority right. of, majority of people would go, oh, it's a porn star, and right. it's a ridiculous porn. That's star. That's so over the top. I, no, it's, yeah. no, yeah. that's perfect though. You yeah, were, yeah. If you didn't know that he was a professional wrestler, you could easily guess that as a porn star. Like, but like Big John Stud, you just assume. Well, that guy does adult films, right. and, you know, and, and he's he's, got, he's walking around with a thermos. But instead, <laughs> but but instead, it turns out he's a professional wrestler. He was a, he was a big time professional wrestler in the '80s. So that's that's the problem with this game. It could go one of one of both ways. Uh, but another uh, so congratulations, Mike in Boston, your winner here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Uh, Jonas Knox here on FSR. Get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Uh, up next, uh, people are way way. Way too sensitive, especially in the world of sports. I'll find out why next year on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, coming up in, we'll call it about 10 minutes from now here on FSR. The um, It's just the harsh reality of what the NFL might possibly look like. Um, it's not a bad thing, but it is the harsh reality uh, of what the NFL may look like, and it impacts you. Uh, we'll get to that here coming up uh, 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer, and include your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Um, I was talking about the last uh, dance documentary that's on uh, ESPN that's coming out two episodes a week for the next several weeks. And I think there's three more to go, uh, five and six, um, seven, eight, and nine and ten. And my big thing on it is people got to remember it's a television show. And so they're going to manipulate things a little bit and they're going to paint villains. In the first, uh, first weekend, Jerry Krause was the villain. Uh, the next weekend, it was Isaiah Thomas and the Pistons. Look, Jerry Krause was a general manager of a team that won six world championships in eight years. He made the decision on Phil Jackson when nobody even knew who Phil Jackson was. Uh, he's the guy who uh, really liked Scottie Pippen. He's the guy who liked Dennis Rodman. Jerry Krause did a pretty good job. So the idea that he was just a failure and blah, like, it's not true. Here's the other thing. This idea that the Pistons were the villains of the NBA and they were bad for the league and Isaiah Thomas not shaking Michael Jordan's hand, like, are we that sensitive that if somebody doesn't shake your hand after a really heated series where you're going back and forth and you're pissed off about losing, that all of a sudden that's something that's got to last for 25, 30 years? Seriously? Like, because you didn't shake hands? I mean, what are we even talking about right now? Like, we're that sensitive that somebody doesn't shake your hand and you remember it for 30 years? Really? Like, I, I just, I don't know, man. I, 
and and maybe I'm just wired differently, but it, it's the same reason why I didn't I didn't give Cam Newton a hard time after he walked out of his press conference after the Super Bowl. Like I think people in the heat of the moment sometimes do things that they look back on and go, yeah, you know, maybe we would regret that. You know, yeah, maybe that was maybe I could have handled that differently. But in the moment, especially after you lose what is the most important game or or time or or series of your life. If you react in a way like that, I'm not going to hold it against you, let alone hold it against you for three decades. I mean, come on, man. Like, how, how many of you have had a bad day at work? Did you have a mic shoved in your face? Were you asked to shake hands right after the fact? No. So I'm not going to hold it against them. This idea that we've got to hold that against the Pistons for 30 years, I think is ridiculous. We've got more, though, out of the NFL next year on FSR. You know, there's a lot of people out there that are coming up with complaints that are only talking about problems. I am trying to come up with solutions, and it involves an NFL season that could look a little bit different. We will get to that here coming up in just a couple of moments. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on SiriusXM Channel 83 and on all of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are taking part in the program. Program. We always appreciate a few minutes of your time as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So I started thinking, um, and I went this direction because everywhere you turn on social media and Anytime somebody tries to present a little bit of positivity or a positive outlook or some good news, there's somebody right around the corner playing the role of the Grim Reaper to remind you of all the problems and all the doom and gloom and all of everything that's going on in the world, especially around the world of sports. And I'm just tired of it. I, I, I'm tired of constantly it being bad news. I'm tired of the depressing outlooks. I'm tired of people criticizing the NFL for putting together a virtual draft or starting their season on time with free agency, especially people who get their bread buttered by the NFL, who make their living covering the NFL, who complain about the NFL. I'm just, I'm tired of it. Like I, I I'm, I'm fed up with it. Like, at some point, we have to acknowledge that, yeah, it's not ideal, but we're going to recover. I mean, this isn't a permanent situation. So I thought, you know what, instead of just harping on the doom and gloom like so many people are doing, why don't I cater to both sides of this? All right, Why don't I cater to both sides? And I came up with a schedule, an NFL plan for this upcoming season that I think will benefit both sides. All right. So for the doom and gloomers, the ones out there that want to talk about everything being canceled and everything being shut down and you can't do this and you can't do that. I'll go ahead and I'll placate to you. And for the people that want some positivity, for some people that want something to look forward to some good news, I'm going to placate to you as well too. And here's how I'll do it. I'll meet you in the middle. All right. I will meet you in the middle. I don't think the NFL is going to miss any games. I don't think the NFL season is in jeopardy of not happening. 
All right, that is my personal opinion. I have no evidence of it, but that is my opinion. But in order to placate to the doom and gloomers out there, the fear mongers, the people that like to criticize and and like nothing but bad news to fill their Twitter feeds over the past six weeks, what I'll do is I will placate to you and I'll make you a deal. In return for the NFL getting their entire season in, I'll have the season start later than it normally does. All right, how about that? I'll have the season start. It'll be on a little bit of a delay. All right, I'll have the season start, but it'll start later than it normally does. So that way, you still get a little bit of your doom and gloom, a little sprinkle of it, because we've got to push the season back. We've got to delay it. But in return, I get my entire NFL season, and so do the people that like a little bit of positivity and some good things to look forward to. So I think that's a fair trade. And here's how it would work, all right? And you tell me at the end of all this if it's such a bad idea, all right? So let's just say that the NFL season starts on delay, that the NFL season, say, is pushed back two weeks, all right? The start of the 2020 NFL season takes place the last weekend in September, as opposed to where it is currently set to take place, all right? So last weekend of September. So the NFL would get their full 17 weeks in. Starting the last weekend of September and the season now ending in the middle of January. If you recall, normally the NFL season ends the first weekend of January. But since we're pushing it back two weeks, what happens is now the season will end the middle of January. So now, here's how you make this all work. You get rid of the bye week before the Super Bowl. It's really not all that necessary. I mean, I know it is to try and get guys healthy and it's an extra week to promote things. um, And it's the week in which we have the pro bowl. You can ditch the pro bowl for a season. It's not the end of the world. And neither is one week in between the conference championship games and the super bowl, not the end of the world at all. All right. So you get rid of that bye week and here's how it would work. When your regular season comes to an end in the middle of January, you would have four consecutive weeks of playoff football. You'd have your wild card weekend, your divisional weekend, your conference championship weekend, and then immediately a week after that, you would have your Super Bowl. Because you ditched the Super Bowl bye week, you're really only pushing the conclusion of the season back a week from its original date. So if you remember, at the beginning of this, I said, we'll push the start of the season back two weeks. Now that you've made up a week because you cut out the bye week before the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl for this upcoming year, instead of being on February 7th, you just push it back a week. And it's on February 14th, Valentine's Day. So you've just completely wiped out Valentine's Day. 95% of men listening to this right now just threw a kager in their head thinking about the idea of the Super Bowl trampling Valentine's Day. All right? Like, like, who says no to that? Furthermore, guess what February 15th is that following Monday? It's President's Day. A day in which most companies give you the day off for anyways. So now, not only do you get the Super Bowl in place of Valentine's Day for one year, 
But the very next day, you don't have to go to work because it's a company holiday anyways in most places, and it's President's Day. Who says no to that? Like, who wouldn't be open to the idea of not having to worry about Valentine's Day? And worst case scenario, if it's a must, if it's tradition, you can celebrate Valentine's Day the next day because you're going to be off work anyways. You can, you can go have pasta and work off your hangover from the Super Bowl. I'm telling you, while all you guys are swimming in the mud, while all of you guys are swimming in the, in, in the dirty, dark waters of doom and, and, and nothing but bad news out there, I'm out here coming up with solutions. I'm a solution guy. You're out there throwing out a bunch of complaints. I'm coming up with solutions. So here I am catering to both sides. For you doom and gloomers, I'm giving you a little bit of what you want, which is bad news for the NFL. The season doesn't start on time. You push it back two weeks. And for the people that like a little bit of a smile mixed in with their doom and gloom i'm letting you know push it back two weeks wipe out the bye week for the super bowl four straight weeks of playoff football and the super bowl on valentine's day so you don't have to worry about valentine's day and if you are adamant about valentine's day you can do it the next day because it's president's day and most people are off work anyways so i give you every guy's dream not having to do anything for Valentine's Day and instead replacing it with the Super Bowl and giving you the Monday after the Super Bowl off, like everybody's been clamoring and demanding for, should be made a national holiday all this time anyways. Who says no to that? So I know it's not ideal. I know that we're looking around going, man, you know, we need our seasons to start on time and, you know, Major League Baseball's. This is the reality. You're going to have to make concessions. Nobody's going to get everything that they want. Nobody. If you want nothing but a positive outlook on sports right now, you're just not going to get everything that you want. So you have to be able to compromise. If you're somebody that likes to spread bad news and you live in bad news and whenever somebody tries to put a smile on their face and have some hope and look forward to something and, and get a little bit of a positive energy out there, you like to constantly remind them how bad things are, you're going to have to compromise a little bit. It can't all be bad. So in this case, the compromise is we move the season back two weeks. And if that's done... In my proposal, four straight weeks of playoff football, the Super Bowl trumps Valentine's Day, and you get a company holiday the day after the Super Bowl because it's President's Day. Voila. Hashtag you're welcome. I mean, like, I, don't, I don't know who would say who would. There's nobody out there that would, that would say no to that. You're just going to have to deal with it. Here's the other part of this, and this is a harsh reality in all of this. There is the strong likelihood that the NFL, and again, this is still early because we are months away from this, but you need to at least have it in your mind that this could be a, a different look. There is the thought that we could have games without fans, that the NFL might actually have games without fans in stadiums because maybe by that time people still won't feel comfortable and maybe people, uh, there'll they'll be concessions again that are going to be made that if you want to put on your NFL season, you're going to have to do it in empty stadiums without fans. Let's be honest about something. I know it seems like the worst thing in the world, and you're probably having visions of the AAF run through your mind where they were playing in empty stadiums, but let's be honest about something. If the NFL had to choose games with fans and no TV or games without fans and TV, which one do you think they're taking? Obviously the latter. 
the TV viewership is much more important than the fan viewership. That's just a harsh reality. That's just business. There's more money tied into that for the league than there is with fans going to the games. It sucks for the owners. It's probably not as as fun of an environment to play in if you're a player. You lose a little bit of that atmosphere. It's not ideal, but you work with what you got. You work with what you got, and it's not the end of the world. WrestleMania went on with no fans. And WrestleMania did pretty well. Because the WWE realized, man, it's not ideal, but I mean, what would be worse? Having a non-televised event with a with a, a, a an arena packed with fans? No. You want the TV audience. You want the viewership. Why do you think the UFC is putting on these events coming up next week? The UFC is going to have three different fight cards in a matter of a week with no fans. You think they give a rip at this point? No. You can't get everything, so you got to compromise. All right, we can't have fans. It's not going to have the same live feel. Uh, you're not going to have the energy of the crowd uh, uh, pumping up the fighters when they walk to the cage. But you know what is going to happen? You're going to be have a bunch of people watching it. You're probably going to have a bunch of people watching it that may not have watched it before. It's no coincidence that the WWE made the decision to have the title, the world championships, change hands from two established, well-known wrestlers that everybody knew in mainstream, Brock Lesnar and Goldberg, and put it on brand new faces. Because the WWE recognized, hey, there's a lot of people at home that maybe have never watched our product before. This is an opportunity for us to showcase some new faces and maybe move the, move the industry forward, maybe move the company forward. Maybe give people a first glimpse at these at these wrestlers they've never heard of as opposed to the guys they always have heard of. Like it's not it's not a bad thing. It's not ideal, but it doesn't have to be a bad thing. And I feel like too much whenever anybody tries to get happy or excited or give you a positive outlook nowadays, somebody's on Twitter to remind you about how bad things are. It doesn't have to be the end of the world. We can adjust, we can modify if you're willing to compromise. There is some bright spots through this whole thing. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. Fortunately, Geico makes it easy to bundle your home and auto insurance. It's a good thing, too, because having a home is hard work. Go to geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. Geico.com, easy. Uh, Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Up next, there is a... An interesting layered conversation about one player in the NFL. And it's probably not going to sit well with a lot of people, but it's the truth. Find out what it is next year on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, coming up, we'll call it a little over 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. We have the scraps, things from the world of sports we have not had a chance to get to. Uh, we will have that for you here coming up 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Um, so there's a uh, there's an interesting conversation to be had for one player in the NFL. And it's actually a deeper, more layered conversation than I think people are are acknowledging. Um, they're, they're doing simple math, and you can't do simple math with this one. And here's why I bring that up. 
So Doug Marone is the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, he talked on Friday about Gardner Minshew, no doubt, as their quarterback of the future, but they're, they're looking to add a, a veteran backup. And the thought is it'll be Andy Dalton. Um, Andy Dalton's got ties to Jay Gruden, uh, and Andy Dalton could come in, could step in, uh, be a veteran backup, and if something goes wrong with Gardner Minshew, uh, Doug Marone, who's coaching for his job, will make the switch turn to Andy Dalton and uh and and then the Jaguars are off and running if he can put together some sort of a Ryan Tannehill type season like Tannehill did last year for Tennessee. And so the conversation then goes to all right, well why uh, Andy Dalton, why not Cam Newton? And I actually think regardless of, of who you think is better, Cam Newton or Andy Dalton, I think Andy Dalton is probably a better fit for just about every team in the NFL as a backup than Cam Newton is. And that's acknowledging that Cam Newton has played better in his career and is uh, being a former MVP and his ceiling is much higher than Andy Dalton's has ever been in the NFL. That's acknowledging that Cam Newton is at a better career than Andy Dalton. I think Andy Dalton is a better fit at this point as a backup for just about every single team in the NFL than Cam Newton is. And here's why I say that. I like Cam Newton. I think Cam Newton is a fantastic football player, a borderline Hall of Famer to some people. Um former MVP, went to a Super Bowl. Uh, I defended his behavior after the Super Bowl. Um, I, I think he he's a, a tough dude. I think he's played through a lot of pain. I think people talk about the injuries. I mean, let's talk about all the stuff he has played through. I think Cam Newton has had a really, really good career. Won a national championship in college. I think he's been had a phenomenal career, um, and, and I like Cam Newton a lot. But there is a reality of this situation and you can push back on this all you want, but it's just a fact. Cam Newton's situation is tricky because Cam Newton is loud. And I don't mean loud in that he talks a lot. I don't mean loud in that he's got, you know, a bunch of distractions. He just comes with a lot of attention and a lot of notoriety. And the last thing you want, and this is just a fact, the last thing you want of your backup quarterback is for him to make a bunch of noise. You, like, like no team in the NFL wants to deal with that. No team in the NFL, like the loudest person in the room can't be the backup. Like certain guys are just starters or they're not. Like they're either starters or they're not in the league. Cam Newton's one of them. It's a blessing and a curse. It's a blessing. His talent, his skill set is once once in a generation type talent physically. The things that he can do, he's amazing. And from everything I've heard, he's a good dude. But he's not built to be a backup. And I think he knows it. And I don't think he has any interest in wanting to be a backup. He's a starter. Or he's not in the league. Like He, he just doesn't make sense as a backup. Andy Dalton does. Marcus Mariota does. Those guys can go be a backup somewhere and be quiet, and, and it's fine. Like, there's a reason why Tim Tebow wouldn't be a good backup 
because there's too much noise around him. There's a reason why Colin Kaepernick can't be a backup. There's too much noise around him. Johnny Manziel could never be a backup. There's too much noise. The loudest person, the loudest player in the room can't be your backup quarterback. It's not about race. It's not about quality of play. It's just a real conversation that teams in the NFL don't want to deal with. It applied to Tebow. It applied to Kaepernick. And I think it applies to Cam Newton. And I think Cam Newton knows it. Like, that is that is the, the tricky part of this conversation with Cam Newton. Man, nobody out there thinks... Uh, Gardner Minshew's better than Cam Newton. Nobody out there thinks Andy Dalton's better than Cam Newton. Like, like n- nobody thinks Marcus Mariota's better than Cam Newton. Nobody. But there are certain guys that can be a backup and certain guys that can't. Cam Newton's just one of those guys that can't be a backup. It It's just, it. it's what it is. It's why, man, I like, I don't think there's a spot for him. And it has nothing to do with his skill set. It's not about the injury concerns. It, like, it, has, it has nothing to do with that. Look, I think Eli Manning is is kind of in that realm as well, too. Like Eli Manning just doesn't fit the mold of a backup quarterback. If Eli Manning, Manning wanted to still play, there are a bunch of jobs out there for him to be a veteran backup quarterback. He doesn't want it. That's not how he envisions himself. Ask yourself this. You think Philip Rivers is going to hang on a couple extra years to be a backup? No. He's out. Oh, I'm not starting. There's no spots for me. See ya. You think Tom Brady's going to hang around uh, and be a backup for a couple of years after his prime playing days are over? No, he's out. Certain guys can be backups and certain guys can't. Cam Newton is a star. Stars can't be backups. Tim Tebow was a star. Not a good backup. Colin Kaepernick, whatever your your opinion is on Colin Kaepernick and whatever you think of what he's... The guy's a star. He can't be a backup. It doesn't work. There's too much noise that's attached to it. So this idea that we want to talk about Cam Newton not getting jobs and, well, are you saying somebody's a better quarterback? No, nobody's saying that. Cam Newton's better than a lot of... Uh, I would say almost every backup quarterback in the NFL. Cam Newton's better then. That's the problem. There's more to the conversation. It's not about health. It's not about camp. There's a lot of places that could use a backup quarterback. There's a lot of teams out there who, if they added Cam Newton, it would be an upgrade from a player standpoint. But the loudest person in the room can't be your backup. And that's where Cam Newton finds himself. It sucks. It, like I said, it's a blessing and a curse. You know, it, it's probably easier to find jobs in the NFL. If if you're okay, just, you know, Chase Daniel. That guy's always going to find jobs in the NFL because he's okay being a backup. Not going to cause any problems. Going to go in there, going to do his job, and when called upon, he can he can give you, you know, a few good series and, and maybe win you a game or two. Cam Newton's not that guy. Like, he was born to be a starter. Some guys are, some guys aren't. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, coming up next, we've got the scraps, things in the world of sports we have not had a chance to get to. It's yours next here on FSR. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, Kevin Figures. 
All right, the NBA's Board of Governors had a conference call on Friday, and they voted to postpone the draft lottery and draft combine that were scheduled to take place later this month. No decision has been made as of yet on the possible postponement of the NBA draft. It is currently scheduled for June 25th. They also discussed the possibility of starting next season on or slightly before Christmas Day. In the NFL, the Jacksonville Jaguars declined to pick up the fifth-year option on running back Leonard Fournette. The team reportedly tried to trade Fournette prior to the draft but were not able to consummate a deal. A federal judge in California has ruled in favor of the U.S. Soccer Federation in the wage discrimination lawsuit that was brought upon by the women's national team. And Major League Baseball and the Umpires Association reached a wage agreement for 2020 that will ensure all Major League umpires at least one-third of their salary if just one regular season game is played this year. Back to Jonas Knox. Thanks, Kev. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Uh, Coming up uh, in about 15 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, uh, I'm actually looking forward to this. It's another edition of Ticket or Stick It, um, but it goes beyond the world of sports, something we are all able to relate to around the country. Don't go anywhere. I'm looking forward to it 15 Can't minutes from wait. now on Fox Sports Radio. Right now, though, it's time for a little something we do on the show called this. Jonas, you moron. How could you not get to these stories? You moron. These are the scraps. And for that, we turn it over to the great and powerful Kevin Figures to find out what the hell we've missed so far on the show, Kev. So uh, Mike Tyson has had a bit of a redemption outside the ring these last, I'd say, decade or so. Business Ventures had a short-lived cartoon show doing a podcast now, but he says now he's ready to step back into the ring. He says he wants to do a few short, maybe four or five-round boxing matches for charity, and he actually posted a video on Friday of him putting in some mitt work. And, uh, you know, doesn't look too bad for a 54-year-old. Those hands have not lost too much speed. Uh, how much money do I have to pay you to get in the ring with Mike Tyson for a couple of rounds, Jonas? I'm good. Thank you, though. <laughs> okay. I, uh, I, I, I he, Just seeing him hit the – and look, the, he's not anywhere close to the shape that he was in, but they always say the last thing to go on a fighter is his punch. Mm-hmm. I mean – my goodness. I mean, the speed still at just, 54 is oh, unreal. Good God. Like, here, here's what was so amazing about Tyson. And this may not seem like a big thing, but it's a really big thing. So he had the ability to wear with the same side, left or right, he could dig you to the body with a left mm-hmm. and right after that come up to the head with the left. Right. And you may and you may think, oh, like, oh, what what what's the big deal? Who can't do that? That's so but difficult. No, it, it's so difficult to do because you you also have to be faster than the reaction of the guy getting punched. Mm-hmm. And and if that guy's already covering up on that side, like Tyson, he just he could do things that that fighters just couldn't do, that fighters weren't able to do. And at his size, just seeing his speed in that video, it's like, good Christ, man! Like, like how do you? Like that's just God. That's God-given mm-hmm. power. Like that's that's what you know, the MMA trainer uh, Faraz Sahabi calls right. the touch of death. To where he said there's certain fighters, for whatever reason, they hit like they hit you and it feels different. Like Tyson's one of those guys. He's got the touch of death. Like he hits you, and you just like you you vaporize. You can't like guys can't function. Like look at all those like old school knockouts. Like. I have no interest in getting in the ring with him. I'll pass. 
Yeah, I mean, the, the combination of the speed and the power to go along with just the natural instincts are what made crazy. him so excellent. You know, people pan him as like, oh, he's just a knockout puncher, and he, and he was a devastating puncher. But, I mean, just for, for the, the actual speed that he showed, I mean, he had one of the quickest punches I've ever seen. Oh, and, and a total student of the game. Like, yes. grew up, like, knows the history of the sport front to back could tell you any era any like grew up actually studying the sport like really being invested in learning about all the all-time greats and yeah his his redemption story that you talked about has been unbelievable to where you know he just discusses you know not wanting to you know to go down the path that he that he was at i think doesn't he have like a pot farm like i know he's like he big into the weed industry right i think uh, the medical marijuana and all that stuff so he's had a, a really good bounce back and just seeing him with you know evander holyfield and those guys now and he, you know he he tries to you know keep that that dark side of him caged up as much as possible because he just doesn't want to go there. He's had an amazing bounce back. He really has. And so you were talking about the Last Dance documentary uh, a few minutes ago and uh, someone who has uh, brought themselves back to the forefront and talking about what's happened during the documentary is David Falk. And that is Michael Jordan's former agent. He did a recent interview. And in that interview, he says that he believes Scottie Pippen is actually jealous of Michael Jordan. He says, why else was Scottie come out and say that LeBron James is a better player than Michael. He said, quote, if you're Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan made your career, completely made your career, even if you think LeBron is better, you would keep that to yourself. He also said that Scottie's problem is that he wasn't a competitor, and he cited Scottie sitting out that uh, playoff game, that game seven against Detroit because he had migraines. He said Michael Jordan would never have done that because unless Michael had a broken leg, he was going to go out there and play. Good God, man. I Like, the how this is re- stirring up all these old feuds yeah. is is so bizarre. I, I just like the whole no handshaking, and now it's Scottie Pippen versus Michael Jordan. And clearly, if if Michael Jordan's agent is talking about, is this still his current agent? I don't believe Falk is. I think it's his former agent. Yeah, like the, if if he's talking about it, there's probably something on the conclusion of the Last Dance that alludes to. You know, Scottie Pippen may having may being jealous of Michael Jordan. Look, I mean, I'm not a jealous person, but I can understand Scottie Pippen being jealous of Michael Jordan. He got all the notoriety, all the fanfare, and I actually thought it was cool that Michael Jordan it acknowledged in the first weekend's episodes with without Scottie Pippen, I I don't I don't win my championships. Like he he was the first one to point that out. Scottie Pippen was was great, but this whole I mean. This pity party for Scottie Pippen after the first weekend, it's like, oh, my God. Like, come come on, guys. Uh, I mean, he, he signed a contract at the time. It wasn't the worst contract in the world. And and he agreed to it. And let's not forget that he was also the same guy who refused to go into a game after they called the play for Tony Kukoc and didn't call it for him. He sat down and refused to go back into a game. Few and people that, are bringing that up. Few it, people, Many people have forgotten about that, apparently. That was in the 94 postseason against the it, Knicks. If, if that happened today. Oh, my goodness. Th- it's the talk of sports. Easily. He refused to go into a game because he was upset they didn't call the play for him at the end of a game. A game that they won and the play worked. Mm-hmm. He refused to go in. And yet after the first cup, that's why I keep saying, man, it's a TV show. They're going to position it how they they're going to 
they're going to give you the message they want you to take away with. And what the message was that they that you came away the first weekend was Jerry Krause bad, poor Scottie Pippen. I know this for a fact. Um, Scottie Pippen, somebody told me this story. This is so great. So Scottie Pippen's nickname was No Tippin' Pippen. Oh, yeah. This, this yeah. is well documented for sure. So um, I heard this on good authority mm-hmm. that Gibson Steakhouse in Chicago – that Scotty Pippen, and I forget which one it was. It was either orange juice or vodka. But Scotty Pippen was so cheap that he walked in. This is a story I heard, and I, and I believe it from the person I heard it from. That he walked in to Gibson Steakhouse with his own orange juice, so <laughs> that he so that he didn't have to pay for it when he ordered a screwdriver. I swear wow. to God. I swear to God. I swear to God. He did not have the best reputation around town. Like, I, I swear to God, that's a true story. That he walked in with his own orange <laughs> juice. Like, imagine Scotty Pippen, world champion, uh, one of the most well-known athletes in the city, and he walks in with Sunny Delight to a steakhouse. Hey, man, I, I got to save that three ninety five on that orange crazy. juice, brother. You know? Like, he did not have and, – and I the, – the person who told me – is in the know, and I 100% believe it. I totally buy it. So, like, but again, they can they can spin it and and make you walk away going, my God, poor Scotty Pippen. And it's like, I mean, Jesus, did you see what he made after his time with the Bulls? Right. I mean, he, I mean, he was vastly overpaid at that point in his career. I'm so. surprised, and maybe they will bring it up at a certain point. You know, Michael Jordan wasn't making that much on his Bulls contract either. He was able to make up so much of it because of his endorsement deals, yeah. but, you know, he wasn't, and I think Charles Barkley brought this up in an interview earlier this week. He says everybody was blaming Jerry Krause for breaking up the Bulls. Jerry Krause was the GM. Jerry Reinsdorf was the owner, and he was notoriously 100%. cheap. He didn't want to pay anybody. Yeah, 100%. So to- totally agree. Didn't pay Phil. Didn't pay Michael. Nope. Didn't pay Scotty at the end, and that's what ended up breaking it up. But but it, but it was Jerry Krause who was the fall guy, correct? Who, who got all the blame? Uh, never mind the fact he's the guy who identified Phil Jackson early on when nobody knew who he was. Mm-hmm. Rodman, Pippen, like those were all Jerry Krause moves, and 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 people criticize him. I I, I think it was overblown. And just to piggyback off that, I hadn't pulled this for the scraps, but I th- I saw this story the other day. Ken Burns, who does a great job with these sport with sports documentaries and he did some of the civil war and world war ii he's amazing and he criticized the last dance because you know it's basically green lighted by michael jordan himself who had the rights to the footage and his production companies attached to it he said it just i mean when you have a documentary like this it can't be objective when the main subject of the film has creative control over what's said and what the narrative is said yeah, like that. That's why when I, when when people call it a documentary, I I, I use documentary ish. Yeah. Because it, it's 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 their version of of what happened. It like man, you, you talk to a lot of those guys about Tiger King, and and you'll hear those guys after the fact say, yeah, yeah listen, the way it was presented isn't exactly totally accurate as far as the depiction on, on these characters and whatnot. Like you, you come away from there with one, with one aspect of it. And then, then you talk to those guys after the fact and they'll go, no, 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 hold on a second. Like there, there's more to what is going on here. It's not just what is being presented. Uh, let's go live uh, to our, I have a thought on Tiger King insider, Chris Perfett for the latest. <laughs> not Tiger King, but no, to your point about, about this too, I know this was brought up by someone else earlier in this week too about one thing that got left out about the Pistons handshake thing is that 
you know, the the day or so, the week or so before, Jordan told the media that he didn't think the Pistons championships were legitimate and that got completely left out. That's kind of big context on why those guys didn't shake his hand. It just it's it's like the Fred Brown turnover after Michael Jordan shot in the NCAA oh, yeah. title game. Like that's one of the worst mistakes in, in in a big time sports game of all time, not included. Like you know, we just you can't just take take their word for it. You got to go back and do the research and just with, with with the understanding, you know, the asterisk of listen this is a TV show. Yep. It's not gospel. It's just their version of events. Even in that one series against Detroit when they say, oh, Michael Jordan came out with his hair on fire and he went off. And they showed him you know, doing that twisting, turning, driving layup that he right. threw over his head. That was like in game five. Yet they added it to the <laughs> compilation of what happened in game one. <laughs> I know. It was like the selective editing. Like, well, really? What are well, we doing here? But that but that was uh, coming out with your hair on fire, Kev. You waited four games. Yeah, you know, exactly. That's what oh, that, that's yeah, what it was. That. Yeah, of course. And by then, he didn't even have any hair. Oh, come and on. That's what, sorry, well, it's true. <laughs> uh, those are the scraps. Uh, good stuff. Uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Can't believe Kevin Figures took out Michael Jordan like that. Jeez. Unbelievable. Um, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. All right, coming up next, um, this is – I am fascinated by this, and it is something that all of you can relate to uh, in our latest edition of Ticket or Stick It. Don't go anywhere. It's yours next year on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, I will be back on the air with Bucky Brooks coming up 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 o'clock Pacific, a four-hour extravaganza here on Fox Sports Radio, 4 to 8 Eastern, 1 to 5 p.m. Pacific time here on FSR. Myself, Bucky Brooks, all sorts of fun stuff and shenanigans uh, here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, So looking forward to that. But uh, it is something, and I'm really looking forward to this, this is something that we do every single single week here on Fox Sports Radio. It's a little something called Ticket or Stick It. We normally do it when there was actual sporting events on where I got to try and guess what it would cost to get into a sporting event. And most of the time it reveals what a cheap ass I am. So with no sports, we've come up with different things that we can do each and every week. So right now it's time for the latest version of this. Something big is happening. Ariana Grande, a dangerous woman on the road. Should you go? And we have your tickets it's ticket or stick it Ooh, sounds hot and for that we've got our executive producer ryan bershinger bersh what is the category this week on ticket or stick it gas prices all right yes buy that for a dollar. this is gonna be a tough one all right <laughs> feed me all right well these are the average gas prices in various uh large cities counties and states across the united states according to gasbuddy.com and we'll start off with Los Angeles. You want a gallon of gas in Los Angeles, Jonas? What would you pay? Um, I'll give you. I think the last time I filled up, I think it was three thirty nine. So I'll I'll say three twenty nine. That's around what I'm paying as well. Uh, you. That's a ticket because it's two eighty two. Is, is the it current- really? That is the current average in Los Angeles County, two dollars and eighty-two cents. Oh, so I got hosed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I paid. W- I paid way too much. No. So yeah, they 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 raked me over the coals at gas station. A little bit. Those uh, bastards. Uh, where do you think the cheapest price in California currently is for gas? <sighs> where the cheapest price is at? Yeah. Um, 
209. Oh, uh, no, no. 240 is actually the cheapest okay, in California. Yeah, you can find that in Bakersfield. Unbelievable. Yeah. $2. And we're, like, for people out there nationally that don't under, like, gas was approaching $5 not that yeah. long ago a gallon. So yeah. this is astonishing where the prices are at. Let's look at the rest of the country. Uh, how about Dallas? You want a gallon of gas in Dallas? <sighs> 259. That's a ticket because it's 135. Is 135 the in Dallas? Yep. For a gallon of gas? Yeah. You got to be kidding me. I'm not kidding. That's like the cost of a Butterfinger. For a gallon of gas, it's 135. Mm. On, good, good for Dallas. No, All no. right, what else we got? How about uh, Hawaii? A gallon of gas in Hawaii. Oh, Jesus. I will say. 279. Oh, you can stick it because Hawaii is actually the most expensive in the United States at 309. Um, and you know what, though? They're getting crushed, and I feel bad for Hawaii. And I, I don't think enough people have talked about it. Mm. Um, 40% unemployment Oof. because because it's it's a place where people go on vacation and they've got tourism. They've been getting killed by it. So I feel terrible for Hawaii and our friends on Fox Sports 990. All right, one more. What else we got, Bursch? Well, I'll give you this. Give me the amount of states, including Washington, D.C., where gas is currently over $2 on average. Mm, 20. Uh, no, nine. Only nine states. Where gas is over $2 on average. Everywhere else is under $2. Unbelievable. By the way, you know what else is unbelievable? Ryan Bershinger's performance. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 